RetroSeasons.com for more sports history. The New York Jets faced the Dallas Cowboys at Texas Stadium during Week 12 of the 1971 NFL season. The Jets entered the game with a 4-7 record, but the Cowboys, led by head coach Tom Landry, had eight wins and would later that season win their first Super Bowl, having fallen just short to the Colts in Super Bowl V in the 1970 season. This is the local New York radio broadcast featuring announcers Sam DeLuca and Merle Harmon. Texas professional football, the New York Jets and the Dallas Cowboys. Hello everybody, this is Merle Harmon along with Sam DeLuca and we welcome you to the New York Jets radio network brought to you by Mobile, whose detergent gasoline helps keep your engine running smooth and clean. Cloudy and overcast in Dallas. It's cool. It's almost cold here in Texas. But a capacity crowd, a standing room only crowd of over 65,000 is jammed into the new Texas stadium. A beautiful thing to see. To watch the Jets and the Cowboys battle for the first time in regular season competition this afternoon. We'll be back with more about today's game and the starting lineups after this message. You know what foul spark plugs can do? They can make your engine waste gasoline and lose power and mileage. But you don't have to worry about foul plugs because Mobile Premium has an anti-fouling agent designed especially for spark plugs. We put it in our premium gasoline to help keep your spark plugs from fouling. So use Mobile Premium Gasoline. It can help your car's performance. The New York Jets will wear green jerseys this afternoon, which is actually their home uniform. The Dallas Cowboys will be in white. The Jets are now coming on the field, and we'll pause briefly for station identification on the Jet Set Network. WTRY-FM in Albany. And now from Big D, here's the former captain of the New York Jets, Sam DeLuca. Thank you, Merle, and it certainly is a beautiful stadium here in Dallas. And everybody knows that the Dallas Cowboys have a fine football team to go along with it. They're number one in the National Football Conference on offense and also number one in passing. And the defense has been the toughest to run against, allowing only 78.4 yards a game. They've trapped the quarterback 35 times, and they've come up with 19 interceptions. The Jets are going to have a tough time running against this ball club. And I think perhaps the key today, Merle, is the pass protection that they could give Joe Namath. If they give Joe Namath pass protection, he should be able to cut up that defensive secondary. The Dallas Cowboys have won the toss they've elected to receive. And we'll be back with the kickoff and the lineup for today's game in just one minute. Yeah. 
book of Ecclesiastes in the Bible. These days, more and more people are taking words and ideas from the Bible and turning them into music. Music that says something about love and peace. Music that makes you think about things. Read the Bible. Find out where all the music is coming from. National Bible Week Committee and Interjection. Well, the Cowboys will start the offensive unit this afternoon. And Roger Staubach gets a tremendous hand as he moves to the sideline. And Calvin Hill just got a big ovation. He'll be starting his first game. He's been out since the third game of the season, so he'll be starting his first game in quite a while. By the way, today's game has been selected for broadcast live over the Armed Forces Radio Network to more than 350 overseas affiliates. So from Vietnam, all around the globe, Football fans are going to be listening to this ball game, and our best wishes to you from Texas Stadium in Dallas. Now, the starting lineups for the Cowboys. The wide receivers will be Bob Hayes, the seven-year veteran from Florida A&M, and Lance Allworth in his tenth year out of Arkansas, but his first year with Dallas. The tackles, Tony Lithio, will be on the left side, and Rayfield Wright on the right side. Lithio is back. You know, he was traded to San Diego during the offseason, and the deal that brought Allworth back to, or rather to Dallas, and now Lissio is back with the Cowboys being obtained not too long ago from San Diego. So he'll be a left tackle, an eight-year veteran from Tulsa. Rayfield right on the right side in his fifth year out of Fort Valley State. John Nylon and Blaine Nye will be the guards. Nylon in his sixth year from Iowa. Nye out of Stanford University in his fourth season with the Cowboys. And at center, the veteran Dave Manders in his seventh year out of Michigan State. Billy Truax will be the tight end. And, of course, you remember Billy Truax with the Los Angeles Rams for so many years. He's in his eighth year out of LSU. Now the backfield. Roger Staubach will be at quarterback in his third year from Navy. And he has won the job from Craig Morton. You know, for a while, head coach Tom Landry was using the dual quarterback system, even switching after each play. Now it's Staubach's job. The running backs will be Dwayne Thomas in his second year from West Texas State and Calvin Hill in his third year from Yale. So that's how the Cowboys will stack up. And now let's look at the Jets' defensive alignment. The front four that will face the Cowboy attack, Jerry Philbin at left end from Buffalo University in his eighth year. John Little out of Oklahoma State in his second year at left tackle. Chuck Hendon in his eighth year from North Carolina College at right tackle. Mark Lomas out of Northern Arizona, a second-year man at right end. The linebacking core and the Jets today will probably use four linebackers most of the time. Occasionally they'll switch to three and go to five defensive backs, but we'll give you the three normal starting linebackers. Ralph Baker from Penn State in his eighth year on the left side. Al Atkinson in the middle in his seventh year out of Villanova. And Larry Grantham on the right side, his twelfth year from the University of Mississippi. And we'll give you the deep back in uh, just a moment. But right now, from Texas Stadium... The color guard has moved down onto the field. And to our service personnel listening in all over the world, we salute you with our national anthem.
Tommy Lloyd and her national anthem. The Jets will use a combination of deep backs. They'll be shifting in and out almost after every play. Steve Cannon, second-year man from Florida, will be at one cornerback. Early Thomas, second-year man from Colorado State at the other cornerback for the Jets. And the deep backs will be Gus Holloman in his fourth year from Houston and W.K. Hicks in his eighth year from Texas Southern. Now, you'll also see Phil Wise, a rookie from Nebraska-Omaha, in there quite often. And Paul Crane, a linebacker from Alabama, will become a fourth linebacker. John Ebersole will also be in there. We'll try to keep up with all the switches on the defense. Ike Thomas and Cliff Harris are deep for Dallas as Bobby Howfield is ready to kick off. Here comes the football. It's going to Thomas' side. Right on the goal line. He's out to the 5 now to the 10 to 15 to 20. 55. against Los Angeles last week. Just ran one back 100 yards against the Jets and Dallas leads 6 to nothing. Now for the extra point try. Dan Reeves is in the hold and the kicker is Mike Clark. Here's the snap. The kick is good and just like that there's time out of the field and the score. The Dallas Cowboys 7, the New York Jets nothing. been using a good detergent gasoline like mobile, there is a possibility that your car is suffering from a dirty carburetor, PCV valve, or oil screen. Well, as soon as you start using mobile detergent gasoline, you're on your way to cleaning up these vital engine parts. When it comes to important things like mileage and power and all-around smooth operation, you can count on mobile. So use mobile detergent gasoline. It can help your car's performance. Clark is kicking off for Dallas. It's a short kick taken by Ferrisabalas on the 12. He's to the 20, 25, to the 30, and knocked back to the 29. Chris Ferrisabalas, a rookie out of Brigham Young, returning a short kick to the 30-yard line of the New York Jets. And it took Dallas 16 seconds to jump in to a 7-0 lead. And officially, it has been confirmed 101 yards on the kickoff return by Ike Thomas. No, I don't think anyone touched him. Here come the Jets with Joe Namath at quarterback. Wide to the right, Maynard. Wide to the left, Rich Caster. The running backs are John Riggins and Emerson Boozer. The Jets are down 7 to nothing, And a handoff going to Riggins. Flags are down. The play is stopped. The left guard, Randy Rasmussen of the Jets, jumped offside. The starting front line for New York. Rich Caster and Don Maynard, the wide receivers. Caster from Jackson State, a second-year man. Maynard is 13th year out of Texas El Paso. The guards are Bob Sweas from USC and Winnie Hill from Texas Southern. Randy Rasmussen from Kearney State of Nebraska at left guard. 
Dave Herman of Michigan State at right guard. At center is John Schmidt out of Hofstra. Joe Namath, Alabama's own, from quarterback. And the running back, Emerson Boozer from Maryland State, and John Riggins, a fabulous rookie from Kansas. Here we go. Riggins wide to the left, Maynard wide to the right. The five-yard penalty on the offside has made it first down and 15 from the Jet 25. John Schmidt over the ball, Namath calling the play. Namath gives off to Riggins, coming through the middle, and he pulls his way to the 28th. Brought down by Bill Gregory, the left tackle, and Larry Cole, the defensive left end for the Dallas Cowboys. And that front line for Dallas, Larry Cole from Hawaii at left end. Bill Gregory, number one draft choice of the Cowboys from Wisconsin, a rookie at left tackle. Bob Lilly, everybody's all pro. An 11-year veteran from TCU at right tackle. And George Andre, a 10-year veteran from Marquette at right end. The Jets break the huddle. Caster going to the left, Don Maynard coming wide to the right. Pete Lamont's a tight end to set up on the left side for New York. It'll be second down and 12 yards to go for the Jets. The running backs break out of the eye, go into a split, and the handoff goes to Riggins. Riggins bangs into the right side, pulling over tacklers and gets out to the 36. Cliff Harris from the secondary finally brought him down. The big Kansas halfback running for almost eight. So now it'll be third down and about four yards to go for New York. The deep backs, well, let's get the linebackers first of all for the Cowboys. Dave Edwards from Auburn at the left side, Leroy Jordan from Alabama in the middle, Chuck Halley, all pro on the right side for the Dallas Cowboys. And the deep backs, Herb Adderley and Mel Renfro, Cornell Green and Cliff Harrison, here we go. Third down, a short four for York. Namath calling the play, he stayed on the ground. Namath on a pitch to Riggins, Riggins trying to go wide. Riggins gets the block, but he can't get the one he really needs, he's thrown on the 35. Leroy Jordan, the middle linebacker of the Cowboys, stops the play, and the Jets will have to give up the football. They lose about a yard and a half, and it'll be fourth down and five from the New York 35. Dallas has a very active front four, and of course, three extremely active linebackers. The linebackers are small according to pro standards, but coupled with that front four, they've got great speed, agility, and mobility. Very tough to sweep on. Back to kick is Steve O'Neill. Charlie Waters and Cliff Harris are deep for Dallas. O'Neill puts the ball to the air. It's a good one. Drives it downfield. It's going to be taken on the 26-yard line and grabbed by Harris. And the flag goes down as Harris comes out to the 39 where he has dumped hard at the 39-yard line. And the tackler was Gus Holliman, I believe. A 38-yard kick. Let's see what the flag's about. Flag was thrown back on the Dallas 27-yard line. And apparently the Cowboys are going to be hit with a clipping penalty. Personal foul, Dallas. Nope, hands. So Dallas is holding. Now the Norm Schachter, the referee, lines it up. Here comes the walk-off against the Cowboys. The ball goes back to the Dallas 10, or 15, I beg your pardon. The ball to the Dallas. No, they're going to walk off some more now. The ball is put down to the 14. Norm Schachter had started back to the 10-yard line. And Dallas holding on the punt return. So the Cowboys take the ball. Out of the huddle they come. Roger Staubach, the quarterback. He's sending Lance Allworth wide to the left. In the slot to the left is Bob Hayes. The running backs are Hill and Thomas. They split wide out of the eye. Now the wide receivers switch. And Allworth goes in motion to the right, coming out of the slot. Staubach and a handoff to Dwayne Thomas. And he hits to the 15-yard line, and down he goes. Mark Lomas and Chuck Hedden make the stop for the New York Jets. The right end and the right tackle, and the gain is short. One yard. It'll be second down and nine, and the Cowboys are going to make a switch. Well, Merle, on that one play, Dallas showed three different offensive formations, and, of course, uh, they use that multiple offense, and you'll see just about everything 
from the Dallas offense, the eye formation, uh, people in motion, the slot, just about everything else. Coach Tom Landry switches his tight ends to send in plays. Right now it's a slot left. Here's Allworth in the slot going in motion to the right side. And Staubach goes back to pass for the first time. The rush is on. They set the screen. It's complete to Calvin Hill at the 15. Hill to the 20. Hill to the 25. Hill gets near the 30-yard line and bounces out across the 30 with Blaine Nye, the right guard, in front of the blockers on the screen. And finally, John Ebersol makes the tackle for the New York Jets, and the ball will be spotted on the Dallas 30. So a gain of 15 yards and a first down on the screen. And Mike Ditka has come in for Billy Truex as the tight end for the Cowboys, who lead by a score of 7 to nothing. We have 10 minutes and 55 seconds left to play in the first quarter here at the beautiful New Texas Stadium in Dallas. By the way, the uh, big kickoff returned by Ike Thomas, who played his college ball right here in Dallas. Needless to say, he was appreciated by this partial crowd. Here's a, a pitch coming back to Calvin Hill. He was almost tripped up, regains his balance, crosses a 30, gets to the 34, W.K. Hicks from the secondary is up to help make the tackle, along with Mark Lomas, the right end. So Calvin Hill moves the ball near the 35-yard line, where it becomes second down and six. I don't think there's any doubt that Calvin Hill is a better running back than Walt Garrison. Uh, however, Garrison has been starting for the Cowboys. He would be starting today if it weren't for an injury. He does everything well. He blocks, he catches the ball, and he's a pretty good runner himself. Now Dallas sets up at a wishbone tee and bounces back out of that into an eye with wide receivers going to both sides. Second down call for Roger Staubach. And the former Navy quarterback takes, gives off to Dwayne Thomas who bangs into the right side of the line to the 45 to midfield and down to the 48-yard line of New York, almost the 47-yard line. John Dockery finally making the tackle after an 18-yard pickup by Dwayne Thomas, who was the number one draft choice of the Cowboys last year. Right now, the Jets have four linebackers in. John Ebersol has replaced Al Atkinson. Larry Grantham is on the right side. Then there's Rob Baker and Paul Crane. Wide to the right, Allworth. Wide to the left side, Bob Hayes. First down of the Jet 48-yard line. The Cowboys lead 7-0. The Cowboys with wide receivers out to both sides. Staubach. Fakes the pitch, drops back to throw. He is throwing to Ditka, the tight end. He just the ball to the 30, and he is out of bounds with about the 27. Mike Ditka, the tight end, the former Chicago Bear and Pittsburgh star, takes the ball down to the 27-yard line of the Jets and another first down for the Cowboys. And that one was right on target. Staubach has been throwing to his tight end and his setbacks more than to his wide receivers. And, of course, he has those great wide receivers in Bob Hayes and uh, Lance Allworth, who came from San Diego. However, he does throw a great deal to his backs. Walt Garrison is the third in the National Football Conference, third ranked in receptions with 39. Now the Cowboys, who use the multiple offense, the multiple sets, bring Allworth in motion to the left out of the eye. Here is Staubach, a handoff to Wayne Thomas. Dwayne Thomas right to the middle is going no place. Stopped by Lomas, by Hinton, by Little. And Phil Wise is up from the secondary. They spot the ball at the 27, a gain of about one. It'll be second down and nine. By the way, Isaac Thomas, 101-yard touchdown return of the kickoff, ties the Cowboy Club record set by Amos Marsh back in 1962 against Philadelphia. And we mentioned Thomas also ran one back 89 yards against the Rams on Thanksgiving Day. That was the opening kickoff. So Mr. Thomas has been giving the Cowboys a quick lead. 
Bob Hayes to the right, Allworth to the left. The running backs are split. Hill now going in motion out to the right. Here's a fake pitch and a pass off the hill to the right. Flat Hill down to the 25, to the 20, to the 15, the 10, touchdown. Calvin Hill, Rayfield right to right tackle. Gave the key block. Roger Staubach faking a pitch to Dwayne Thomas. He jumped in the air through to Calvin Hill in the right flat. The Jets took the fake to the left side, and Hill went down the right lane for a touchdown, 27 yards. And the Cowboys have put two touchdowns on the scoreboard here in the first quarter. Seven plays for 86 yards. Mike Clark for the extra point try. Dan Reeves will hold. Here's the snap, and the kick is good. There's a timeout on the field, and the score, the Dallas Cowboys, 14, the New York Jets, nothing. Well, that was fast. Merle, let's take a look at uh, the offensive line for the Dallas Cowboys, and they did a great job on that drive and opening up holes in the Jet defensive line. At right tackle, they have Rayfield Wright, who stands 6'6", weighs 255 pounds. He's now been around for five years, and he's a good one. At right guard, Blaine Nye, 6'4", 251. He's a four-season man with a, uh, a lot of football in front of him. Big, strong, and quick. Does a good job on the running game. At center, Dave Manders, 6'2", 250. He's in his seventh year, and he still hustles down here in Dallas. They like him very much. Strong, quick, and smart. At left guard, John Nyland, 6'3", 248. The people in Dallas say that he's the best pulling guard in football. And, of course, at left tackle starting today, Tony Lissio, 6'5", 255 pounds. Now in his eighth year, was traded to San Diego for Lance Allworth. Quit football, was retired, and came back uh, when Landry needed him. Dallas leads by 14 to nothing, and we have eight minutes and 13 seconds left to play in the first quarter. Well, this multiple offensive Dallas certainly looked good, and, and Staubach is using it extremely well. On that last play, the touchdown play, he lined up in a, a tight formation. He had two tight ends, threw that ball out to the one wide receiver who went in on the uh, the screen play for a touchdown. Mike Clark's kickoff is taken by Vernon Studdard on the two. He slips and falls as he tried to make his cut near the 17-yard line. Charlie Waters covered him immediately. Vernon Studdard, a rookie out of Mississippi, returning the kickoff by Mike Clark. And the ball is put down near the 18-yard line. That's where the Jets will start moving from. Well, the pressure is really on the Cowboys today as they are out to keep the edge over the Washington Redskins in the Eastern Division of the NFC. Dallas has won four straight games going into this one today. Wide to the right, Don Maynard. Split to the right, Pete Lamons. Wide to the left, Rich Caster. Namath back to pass on first down. Joe Willie looking. He's throwing long for Rich Caster. It's incomplete near midfield. He was double covered by Mel Renfro. And by Cliff Harris. It'll be second and ten from the Jet 18. Well, I said before, the key, I think, well, of course, now with 14 points on the board, the situation changes. In fact, it becomes even more imperative for the Jet offensive line to give Joe Namath good pass protection. I thought that would be the key to today's game. And Randy Rasmussen, who went offside the very first play of the game, is a main key in that offensive line because he's got Bob Lilly and that's probably why he did go offside the very first play of the game. When you're playing against Lilly, you're aware of it. And by the way, Lilly has never missed a game for Dallas. 
and he's been at it a long time. Wide receivers out both ways. Pete Lamons, a tight end, split to the right. Name it back to pass. The rush is on. Joe in the pocket, throwing for Caster. Incomplete. He was covered by Mel Renfro. That ball was thrown up to the 43-yard line of the Jets, and it's third down and 10 on the Jet 18. By the way, Sam, today we're a little early, but we'd like to wish a happy birthday to Otto Graham, who is, believe it or not, reaching number 50 on December 6th. Right. You did some work with him. That's right. There, didn't you? Otto was with us the first two years on the uh, Jets broadcast. And I hope Otto is listening in this afternoon up in Connecticut. So a happy birthday from all the Jets to Otto Graham. Wide to the left, Caster. Wide to the right, Maynard. Jets behind 14 to nothing. Maynard back to pass. They're after him. He throws for Maynard. There he is. 35-yard line and bumped out of bounds in the 38 by Herb Adderley, the former Green Bay Packer. So Don Maynard, who is near a milestone in his career in catching passes, pulls the first one in for a gain to the 38. So about 20 on that one. And the Jets have their first first down of the afternoon. The Jets in the green this afternoon, trailing by two touchdowns. Break the huddle. John Schmidt is out over the ball. Caster going to the left. Don Maynard wide to the right. Joe Namath at quarterback. It is first start, but his second appearance is coming off the injured list. The running backs are split wide. Namath on a handoff to Riggins. Riggins coming to the right side. Really gets popped on the 40 by Leroy Jordan, the middle linebacker. And believe it or not, Leroy Jordan picked up big 237-pound John Riggins. Took him right up in the air and dumped him backwards. But the ball will be set on the 40. A gain of two. It'll be second and eight for New York. They say that these linebackers are small, and of course they are small according to today's standards. Uh, and many feel that perhaps uh, Jordan and Howie and so on couldn't make a pro team if they started as rookies today. But believe me, they work extremely well to, together, and you can see what uh, a guy can do even with only 225 pounds with a big running back like Riggins on that last play. Just picked him up and drove him back. Namath back to pass in the pocket. Namath throwing, gets snowed under. He throws the caster incomplete down on the 40-yard line. A big rush put on by Pat Toomey, who was in it right in for Dallas. And Namath got hit pretty good back on the 30. The pass was intended for caster. It fell incomplete. Third down and eight on the New York 40. We mentioned the milestone that Don Maynard is reaching. He has now caught 599 passes in his career with that first reception. Right now, Namath is one out of four for 20 yards. It'll be third down and eight on the Jet 40. The Jets are trailing 14 to nothing. Castor going wide to the left and Maynard to the right. Pete Lamons a tight end is split to the left by seven yards. Namath back to pass on third and eight. Joe looking for Maynard. In to cut for that pass. It was a little bit behind him. But it was picked off by Herb Adderley and returned down to the 28 where they're going to mark it in jet territory and Dallas has the football and there's a timeout on the field and the score. The Cowboys 14 and the Jets nothing. Dirt 
deposits can build up in your carburetor. And a dirty carburetor could mean trouble. But you don't have to worry about a dirty carburetor, because even if you do have a dirty one, we can help with mobile detergent gasoline. Because the detergent in mobile cleans your carburetor as you drive. So use mobile detergent gasoline. It can help your car's performance. From Texas Stadium in Dallas, Earl Herman along with Sam DeLuca. Right now we pause briefly for station identification. Your dial is Jet Set. WTRY-FM in Albany. Dallas has the football with a Jet 28. Roger Staubach at quarterback splits the running backs. Brings Allworth in the slot left with Hayes wide. Now Allworth going in motion to the right. Staubach barks the play and he fakes a handoff to Wayne Thomas. Drops back to throw. Has killed him. John Dockery left with the man in motion. He went clear over to the other side of the field. And, of course, the corner linebacker on this side should have been covering the setback coming out on the flyer pass. Extra point was good. Well, Dallas now leads 21 to nothing, and we're still in the first quarter in six minutes and 28 seconds left to play in the first period here at Texas Stadium in Dallas. This is the first regular meeting between the Jets and the Cowboys in two previous preseason games. The Cowboys won in 1969, 25-9, and the Jets won last year, 29-21. In that first game, Namath did not play. Last year, he did play, and in three quarters, hit 10 out of 21 passes for 251 yards and two touchdowns against the Cowboys. But so far, the Cowboys are turning this game into a round in the first quarter, leading 21-0 with six minutes and 28 seconds left to play. And Roger Staubach certainly looks impressive. He's been playing good football, Merrill. He started four games for the Cowboys since Tom Landry decided to stop alternating quarterbacks. For a while there, he was alternating uh, Morton and Staubach. In those four games, Dallas has won all four. He hasn't thrown an interception. Uh, Roger Staubach hasn't. He's completed 53 of 94 for 702 yards. And, of course, he's done a great deal of damage on his own by running the football. He scrambles out of the pocket. There hasn't been a need to scramble today. He's had people open downfield. He's been throwing the ball well. Uh, prior to this, he scrambled or he left the pocket 24 times, picked up 232 yards for a 9.7 average. Mike Clark's kickoff is again short. It's going to be taken by Ferrisopoulos at about the 12. He goes to the 20-25. Oh, he fumbles it after being chased for the Cowboys. And the coverage is by the Cowboys down around the 15-yard line. And the Cowboys again have the football. Claxton Welch made the recovery as Ferrisopoulos really got hit on the 20. The ball popped out of his hands back near the 15. It was recovered on the 16 by Claxton Welch of Dallas. And the Cowboys have another scoring opportunity here in the first quarter. 
D.D. Lewis was a man who really folded Chris Marisopoulos. And I mean it was a shot. The Cowboys out of the huddle. They come out in a power eye, and they shift out of the power eye with wide receivers to both sides into a straight eye. Staubach on the give to Dwayne Thomas. He's hit on the handoff, gets to the line of scrimmage, and picks up a half yard, possibly. John Little, the left tackle of the Jets, makes the stop. In fact, they put it down uh, right on the 16, no gain. Second down and 10 yards to go for the Cowboys. Billy Truax comes in a tight end. Mike Ditka goes out. They're the messenger boys for Coach Tom Landry of the Cowboys. We have five minutes and 28 seconds left to play in the first quarter. The Cowboys are leading 21 to nothing. Second and 10. Roger Staubach running a long huddle. Now breaks the Cowboys out of it, sending Bob Hayes wide to the left, Allworth wide to the right. Sets up at the eye formation, breaks out of the eye. The running backs are split by five yards. And Staubach, a handoff to Calvin Hill. Power sweep to the right. Hill to the 10. Hill to the 6. Calvin Hill all the way down to the 6-yard line. Brought down by Steve Tanner and by Larry Grantham. And Blaine Nye, the right guard, leading the blocking on that sweep right. Must get much credit for the success of that play, which gained about 9 yards, almost 10 yards, in fact. Short yardage, third down. Here is Ditka coming in. Truax is coming in. Hayes goes out. That'll give Dallas a pair of tight ends. They're showing second down. This is a third down, Sam. Did the first play gain nothing? Third down. Yeah, now they switch it to third down. Okay. Allworth on the wing to the left. They bust out of that now. Allworth going wide to the left. The running backs are split. Allworth is a flanker. Here is... Staubach on a quarterback draw, and he is across the five down to the four. Mark Loomis makes the stop with John Little helping. And it's a first down and goal to go near the three-yard line for the Dallas Cowboys. That was Dallas' first third down play of the ball game, by the way. W.K. Hicks is out. John Mooring is in. He'll play the middle guard now for the Jets defensively. First down and goal. Stombach, I don't know, I don't think it was a draw, but it, it looks somewhat like the quarterback draw where he drops back and then takes it up the middle himself. Instead of dropping back, he just faked to the side as if he was going to hand off to the uh, setback on that side going into the line and took it over himself. Stombach to Dwayne Thomas, touchdown off his own right guard. And the Cowboys have scored their fourth touchdown of the first quarter. Dwayne Nye, the four-year man from Stanford, opening the hole for Dwayne Thomas, who went crashing in from the three. And Dallas has jumped in front now, 26 to nothing. 27 to nothing. Took one away from him. Mike Clark will now try to make it 28. Reeves holding the snap, the kick is good. And would you believe the Dallas Cowboys are leading the Jets by four touchdowns in the first quarter with three minutes and 14 seconds left to play in the first period in Dallas. I don't think the Jets have done anything right yet. The game is uh, very much reminiscent of the opening game in Baltimore when the Jets looked so bad and the Baltimore Colts just ran up and down the field on them. Uh, The Baltimore team ran a great deal against the Jets, and I would have said 
that was probably the weakness of that Jet team today, the defensive line, and much would be determined as to whether they could stop this Dallas running attack. But uh, so far, the Cowboys have done it both on the ground and through the air. Staubach has looked good. Here's Mike Clark to kick off. A high end over ender again short. Take about Ferris Tobolus this time on the 8th. To the 15 to the 20. Ferris Tobolus 25 spins and goes down to the 30-yard line. And the tackler is Charlie Waters of the Cowboys. So first and 10 for the Jets on the Jet 30. And Bob Davis is coming in at quarterback for New York. So with the Jets down by four touchdowns in the first quarter, I don't think Joe Namath was shaken up. I think four touchdowns down, Weeb Eubank is not going to take any chances right now. Wide to the left, Caster. Wide to the right, Maynard. The crowd wants to see Namath. They're looking at Bob Davis from Virginia. Davis calls the play, goes back to pass on first down. The rush is on. Davis scrambling. Davis throwing the screen to Boozer on the 30. 35, flag is down. He's out of bounds on the 39-yard line. Dave Edwards, the left linebacker, took him out of bounds. And the flag is thrown, and in that area, it usually indicates a clip. All right. The Jets are hit with a penalty, but it is not a clipping sign. From, well, wait a minute. They're starting from the 30. They'll go to the 15. A 15-yard penalty against the Jets. Well, I think they're consistent anyway, Merle. They still haven't done anything right. Namath probably was taken out aside from the fact that they have four touchdowns uh, behind with only 237 remaining. Because that field is wet and slippery, there has been some evidence of people falling and slipping. Perhaps Weeb doesn't want to take a chance with those bad knees. The Jets apparently had an illegal receiver downfield. Here's a handoff to Boozer, a straight handoff. He bangs across the 20, goes to the 27 for a gain of seven. I beg your pardon, uh, to the 22 for a gain of seven. So out of a first and 25, the Jets will have a second down and 18. Jordan and Andre made the stop for the Cowboys. Larry Cole at left end, Bill Gregory at left tackle, Bob Lilly at right tackle, and George Andre as the right end. Three solid veterans and a rookie up front for Dallas. Wide to the left, Caster. To the right is Maynard. Bob Davis drops back to throw. Throws for Caster. Makes a diving catch and then drops the ball. What about the 27? Now the Jets are third down and 18 coming up. Bob Davis out of Neptune, New Jersey. 26 years old in his fifth year out of the University of Virginia. Quarterback, the Jets, along with Al Woodall during the absence this year of Joe Namath. Now the Cowboys doing uh, some switching. Pat Toomey has come in at right end, and George Andre goes out. Tody Smith is now the left end of the defensive unit for Dallas, and the Cowboys are leading 28 to nothing in the first period. Bob Davis at quarterback for New York. John Schmidt is over the ball. Davis barks the play. Davis takes the snap, drops back to pass. He's looking. He is throwing for catcher, and the ball tipped away at midfield with no run throw. Great play by Mel Renfro because it looked like the pass was right on target. And Renfro went flying through the air to get a hand on the ball to bat it away. And the Jets will have to give it up. A minute 54 seconds left to play in the first period. With the Cowboys leading 28 to nothing. And Steve O'Neill from Texas A&M is into the punting. 
Cliff Harris and Charlie Waters go deep for the Cowboys. Here's the snap. O'Neill puts his foot of the ball, drives it downfield to Goodwin. It's going to be fielded on the 31-yard line, taken by Harris. Harris has an open pocket to the 40, 35, Mitchell down to the 40-yard line of New York. Puts his head down, goes out of bounds as he is hit by O'Neill, the last man. O'Neill got him out of bounds on the 34-yard line of the Jets. And if there's one thing that's really hurt the Jets today, it's been defensing the return. Yeah, that's supposed to keep a relative distance coming down the field. Converge on the ball and maintain a relative distance. If one guy gets knocked down, they're supposed to go ahead and compensate by everyone else moving in, and they're just not doing it. They're, they're spread out too far. One guy is, is getting knocked out of the play. That gives the ball carrier a hole, and he's taking off. Now the Cowboys with the ball of the Jet 34 after a 47-yard kick by O'Neill, but the return wiped it out. Here is Staubach, and a handoff to Calvin Hill. He puts his head down, rams his way into the middle, and then meets Ralph Baker head on. The left linebacker who stops him at about the 33. A gain of a yard or so. Gus Holloman is coming into the secondary. And Paul Crane goes out. Now we'll try to set the Jets' defensive backfield for you. Which includes Early Thomas, W.K. Hicks, Gus Holloman, and John Dockery. And the linebackers are Ralph Baker, John Ebersole, and Larry Grantham. Out of the huddle come the Cowboys. Lance Allworth going wide to the right. In the slot to the right is Bob Hayes. Second down nine, the call for Staubach and the Dallas Cowboys. Staubach fakes the handoff, drops back to throw, throws over the middle of his tight end. Great catch by Truax, but the ball is shaken loose by W.K. Hicks as Truax was going to the ground. Incompleted pass stops the clock with 53 seconds left to play in the first quarter. The Cowboys lead 28 to nothing. Bill Wise comes in for New York, and John Ebersole goes out. The first pass that is not connected for Staubach, he's three out of four for 59 yards and three touchdowns in the first period. So the Cowboys on top, 28 to nothing, have a third down and nine coming at the Jet, 33. 53 seconds remaining in the first period. Lance Allworth going wide to the right. Bob Hayes wide to the left. Calvin Hill sets up with a slot left on the wing. Now Hill backs up to become a setback along with... Now he goes in motion to the right. The Cowboys are always doing something. That leaves Dwayne Thomas back to pass. Staubach. Staubach is bombed under at the 42-yard line. The Jets had a rush with Philbin leading the charge. Lomas coming from the other side. And Hinton back to front four all smashed in to bring him down. They marked the ball at the 41-yard line of the Jets. And that'll bring on Mike Clark, the field goal kicker, who will try one from somewhere around the 46-47. 49 seconds left to play in the first quarter. Chris Parasopoulos will drop back for New York. Remember, the misses can be run out this year. So Mike Clark will go from the 47. Now Dan Reeves will hold, moving a little closer to the 48. So apparently that's... Where it will be placed down, it is. The kick is on the way, and it is short. Into the end zone, out of the end zone. The Jets will take over on their own 20. 43 seconds left to play in the first quarter. Dallas jumping to a quick 28 to nothing lead. And you can almost see the handwriting on the wall of the opening kickoff when Ike Thomas grabbed the ball a yard deep in the end zone and ran it 101 yards for a Cowboy touchdown. Bob Davis, still at quarterback for the Jets. Joe Namath on the sideline with the Jets down by four touchdowns. 
Wide to the right, Don Maynard. Wide to the left, Rich Caster. Running backs are split wide. John Riggins and Emerson Boozer. John Schmidt covers the ball. The guards are Rasmussen and Herman. The tackles are Hill and Suez. Davis, a handoff to Riggins. Riggins comes into the right side, but somebody missed a block, and he runs right into Leroy Jordan, who turns it upside down on the 21-yard line. That's the second time Leroy Jordan has met Big John Riggins head-on, and the second time Riggins has been bowled over backwards. Now we're down to 27 seconds of the first quarter and second and 10 coming up for the Jets. You can talk about size all you want, but if you get the right position when making a tackle, if you get that ball carrier right above the belt buckle, just below the numbers, regardless of how big he is, you're going to bring him down. That's what they're doing. Wide receivers out both sides for New York. Bob Davis calls it now for the Jets. Davis going back to pass. The rush is on. Lilly trying to get to him. They screen to the right to Riggins, who's at the 20. Riggins at the 25. Riggins picking his way and dumped on the 29-yard line by Cliff Harris as a gun sounds ending the first quarter. And the Jets are going to be close to a first down. So there's the end of the first quarter in the score. The Dallas Cowboys, 28. The New York Jets, nothing. Now let's take a 60-second jet break for this announcement. The second quarter in Dallas. Coming on, and the Cowboys lead the Jets 28 to nothing. The Jets have the ball with a third down, less than a yard to go, near the 29-yard line of New York. Merle, the Dallas Cowboys stagger their defensive linemen. If you start at one end, uh, he might be up very tight on the ball. The tackle next to him may be a yard and a half or two yards off the ball. The other tackle on the other side of the center is up tight, and the other end will lay off the ball. This helps to guard against uh, the running plays. One, the tackles who are off the line of scrimmage read more. They react more to the run. The guy who's up tight is going full speed ahead trying to get that passer. Third down, a half yard. Bob Davis calls it. Davis, quarterback sneak, gets across the 30, and that'll be a first down. So Davis going straight ahead behind John Schmidt. Bob Lilly and George Andre stopped the play for New York. The Jets had two tight ends in. They move the ball to the 30-yard line, and it's a first down for the Jets. Don Maynard coming back in, along with Rich Castor. They'll be out wide as the receivers. Pete Lamons in a tight end. The running backs will be John Riggins and Emerson Boozer. Of course, Merrill, in a passing situation, third and long yardage, when they're not expecting the run, and they're not guarding against the draw play, then all four linemen will get up real tight to the offensive line, very close, and take off to rush that passer. The Jets just got their first first down. Bob Davis now throwing to Castor on the 35-yard line, and Renfro takes him out of bounds right there. So a gain of about five to make it second down. And about five and a half or so at the 35-yard line of the Jets. After Ike Thomas ran the opening kickoff back 101 yards, the Cowboys stopped the Jets on their next uh, offensive burst and it really wasn't much of a burst because the Jets had to kick it away on fourth down and Staubach took the Cowboys 86 yards on seven plays for a second touchdown now Davis with Caster to the left Maynard to the right calls a play Davis gives off to Riggins Riggins sees a little daylight on the right side pulls his way to the 39 yard line where Bill Gregory the number one draft choice of the Cowboys number three draft choice rather of the Cowboys a rookie from Wisconsin makes the stop so again the Jets have a short yardage situation coming up on a third down call and Don Maynard is out and Gary Arthur is in 
That'll give the Jets two tight ends. Well, we've gotten uh, confirmation from the Jet bench. Joe Namath is not injured. He's feeling okay. We've just took him out of the ball game. No explanation as to why. I imagine the score and the fact that uh, the field is wet might have something to do with it. Jet, Jets go with a power eye. Steve Harkey is down as a third setback. Davis on third down and one calls his play in motion boozer and a handoff to Harkey. Harkey bangs into the left side of the line across the 40 to the 42. And he gets the first down for the Jets. Bell Renfro and Cliff Harris stop the play. That's the second first down for New York. Steve Harkey, a rookie out of Georgia Tech, who survived, I believe he was, he just barely made the cut, didn't he, Sam, uh, this fall, and he's really come on strong. He was a 16th round draft choice of the Jets. Yeah, he's a fine blocker, an excellent blocker. That's what he did at Georgia Tech. He was primarily a blocking back. He ran the ball very few times in his college career. We've liked that. Caster to the left, Vayner to the right. The running backs are in close. Riggins and Boozer, and a fake handoff to Riggins. Davis back to throw. Davis throwing long for Emerson Boozer. And Mel Renfro, a blocking interception in the 15-yard line of the Jets. Mel Renfro, an over-the-shoulder interception, made it dive for the ball. And the Cowboys have it on the Jets. On their own 15, rather. They have the ball, their own 15-yard line, after the interception by Mel Renfro. Yeah, the, uh, the guy who caught the ball was led perfectly. It was a perfectly thrown pass right to Mel Renfro. And he overthrew the, uh, the jet receiver, Emerson Boozer, who was going up the sideline, but it was perfect as far as Renfro was concerned. Right yeah. in his hand. All right, we have a timeout on the field now. And the score of the Dallas Cowboys, 28, but New York Jets, nothing. Well, the National Football Conference has clinched the 40-game interconference series with the American Football Conference for the second straight season. Detroit's 32-21 victory over Kansas City on Thanksgiving Day assured the NFC of a tie. And then, of course, San Francisco's 24-21 win over the Jets last Sunday at Chase Stadium. That was the NFC's 20th victory. So the way it stacks up right now, the teams in the National Football Conference have won 20 uh, the AFC teams have won nine, and there have been two ties. Nine games remain to be played in the final three weeks of the NFL season. And last year, of course, the NFC won the series uh, once again. Uh, that year they won 27, they lost 12, and they tied one. Cowboys take over their own 15-yard line. And the Jets' defensive unit is on again with Philbin, Little, Hinton, and Lomas up front. Paul Crane, Ralph Baker, John Ebersole, Larry Grantham and his linebackers. Here come the Cowboys. In a power eye, they run out of it. A handoff going to Calvin Hill. He bangs into the left side of the line on a slant and is brought down by Chuck Hinton after about a three, possibly a four-yard gain as they unpile now on the 19. So it will be a gain of four. And second and six coming on for Dallas as Billy Truax comes on and Mike Ditka goes off for the Cowboys as the plays are brought in by the messengers from coach Tom Landry. By the way, Tom Landry has been the only coach the Cowboys have ever had. And at the American Football Conference, Hank Stram of Kansas City has been the only coach Kansas City has ever had. And that includes the years when the Chiefs were the Dallas Texans. Cowboys with two wide receivers out and a slot to the left now with 
Dwayne Thomas, that leaves Hill. Hill takes a handoff, bangs into the left side of the line again for a couple. Mark Loomis, the right end from Northern Arizona, and Jerry Philbin out of Buffalo make the stop for the Jets. And it's third down coming up for Dallas. And again, Mike Ditka comes in and Billy Truax goes out, and the Jets are going to make some switches. Out of the ball game is Jerry Philbin coming in as Bill Zapalak, a rookie from the University of Texas. He'll take over at left end. And Jeff Snedeker is working on Jerry Philbin. Looks like he's working on his hands. Third down, about three for Dallas. The Cowboys lead 28 to nothing with 10.38 to go in the first half here in Dallas. The Cowboys with Dave Manders over the ball. The guards are Nyland and Nye. Now Hayes in a slot left with Allworth wide. Back to pass, Roger Staubach. The rush is on. He throws over the middle of the disc of the tight end. He's up to the 30-yard line for a first down. Ralph Baker making the stop for New York. Mike Ditka, the tight end, right over the middle for a first down in the 30. And a gain of eight for the Dallas Cowboys. Well, Staubach looks good. He's mixing it up well, and he's throwing the ball with authority right on target. Because he came into this game uh, leading the National Football League in passing the National Football Conference. And I think perhaps the, the fine defense that Dallas does have and that excellent running attack has helped Staubach stay on top in passing. Bob Hayes, wide to the right, wide to the left, Allworth. Here's a pitch back to Dwayne Thomas. Thomas gets cut down at about the 32. Mark Lomas, the right end. Chuck Hedden, the right tackle. And Phil Weiss from the secondary stops the play. The ball will be put on the 32 of the Cowboys. Jerry Philbin is going to the locker room with uh, Dr. James Nicholas, the team physician of the Jets. It'll be second down, eight for Dallas. Speaking of hands, Ralph Baker broke his thumb last week, Merle, and of course, earlier in the year, he broke uh, his wrist, the same bone, the navicular bone, that Namath broke last year, so the Jets have been having trouble with their hands. Philbin has an injury to his hand of some kind. Now the Jets do some switching in the backfield. In motion to the right is Bob Hayes, who's set up in the backfield. A handoff going to Calvin Hill and a sweep to the left. Hill gets to the 35, pulls his way up the sideline to the 40-yard line, and I believe he has the first down. John Nyland, the left guard, a six-year veteran from Iowa, pulled out to lead that power sweep. And it's a first down for the Cowboys by the length of the football. And Sam, sometimes I think I'm watching the old Green Bay Packers here with those power sweeps for the Cowboys. Uh, if you'll remember last week, San Francisco had a great deal of success in sweeping the ends of the Jets. Evidently, the Cowboys uh, saw it in the movies, and they've been concentrating on the outside, although uh, he has been mixing it up. They've been running to the inside, too. You can't run in one area continually. Lance Allworth, wide to the right, being covered by Tannen. Bob Hayes to the left, Staubach back to pass, fakes. A swing to the left and throws the hill to the right and the screen. Hill at the 45. Hill going to midfield and is dumped on the 49-yard line of the Jets. That's the same play that worked for a touchdown earlier. John Little making the stop. Roger Staubach faking a swing to Dwayne Thomas in the left flat, spinning completely around and throwing the hill out in the right flat as the Cowboys tried to set the screen in front. And it works for a first down of the Jet 49-yard line. Yeah, good faking on the play. He could have thrown to his left. It's doubtful because he had only one offensive lineman out on the left side to lead for the ball carrier. There was a, a potential re receiver out there. He faked it well, drew those linebackers just a step or two to their right, and then unloaded the ball to the other side of the field. Slot to the left, but now Allworth comes in motion to the right out of the slot. Here is Staubach, a handoff, straight handoff to Dwayne Thomas, banging into the right side of the line down to the 42 of New York. 
John Ebersole, linebacker, and Steve Cannon off the left corner spot. Make the tackle. Dwayne Thomas back with Dallas after being traded to Boston, or New England, if you will. Number one draft choice last year. Had a tremendous season for the Cowboys, leading the Cowboys into the Super Bowl. Second down and three after a gain of seven by Dwayne Thomas. Allworth coming out of the huddle, going wide to the left. Bob Hayes, the speedster from Florida A&M, going to the right. Calvin Hill sets up on the slot left on the wing. That leaves Dwayne Thomas as a setback. He takes a handoff. Hole opens left side, down to the 30, down to the 25. He's to the 20, the 15, finally brought down to the 10. W.K. Hicks pulling Cal er, Dwayne Thomas down. Tony Lissio, the left tackle was out front to lead the blocking for the Cowboys, Dwayne Thomas. And now they mark the ball down to the 11-yard line. A gain of 29 yards on the running play by Dwayne Thomas. And first and 10 on the Jet 11 with the Cowboys leading 28 to nothing in the second quarter. They're just ripping the Jets' defensive line apart. Of course, Jerry Philbin is still not in there. Uh, Bill Zappalak has taken his place. And of course, Zappalak weighs only about 222 pounds. So that light defensive line of the Jets is being torn apart. Now Starbuck with the Cowboys in the eye. Hands up to Dwayne Thomas. He's hit by Lomas, who loops around to pull him down to the nine-yard line. Lomas has played well this year for New York. He's really had to carry a load, replacing Berlin Biggs, who went to Washington for the Redskins' number one draft choice. By the way, the Jets will have two number one draft choices in the next draft. Yeah, of course, the question now is... Uh, what kind of a number one choice they'll get from Washington because Washington is going to be up on top evidently in the standings and they'll draft uh, late. In the beginning of the year it looked as if or many thought that draft choice might be even more important. Wide to the left Allworth at the slot to the left Hayes second down eight after a two yard pickup Stahlbach hands off to Hill sweep to the right cut to the five cut down. today in a blaze of glory runs one over from the eight yard line of the Cowboys have now scored five times in this game ten plays for 85 yards on that one Mike Clark is in for the extra point try Dan Reeves holding the kick is good there's a timeout on the field and the score the Dallas Cowboys 35 the New York Jets nothing like an anti-pollution valve gets clogged with dirty deposits, you can expect trouble because a dirty anti-pollution valve can make your engine idle rough and stall. But there's something you can do to help prevent this kind of rough idling and stalling. Use Mobile. It contains a detergent that cleans your anti-pollution valve while you drive. Mobile detergent gasoline. It can help your car's performance.
Texas Stadium, Cowboys lead 35 to nothing, and we'll pause briefly now for station identification on the Jet Set Network. Your New York Jets Network station for Northeastern New York, WTRY-FM, Albany. Earl Harmon and Sam DeLuca in Dallas. Bill Wise and Ferristopoulos are deep. Here's Clark's kickoff going to Phil Wise on the 5. Goes to the 10, to the 15, the 20, to the 25, to the 30, 35, to the 40. Brought down to the 41, possibly the 42-yard line. Ike Thomas, who ran the opening kickoff back 101 yards for a touchdown, made the tackle. A 37-yard return by Phil Wise. Bob Davis will stay in at quarterback for New York. Roger Staubach has hit six out of seven passes for 95 yards and two touchdowns. The Cowboys have run up 11 first downs, have gained 85 yards rushing. Calvin Hill has scored three touchdowns this afternoon. Wide receivers out both ways for New York. Bob Davis, a draw to Riggins. Riggins bangs to the 44, moves to the 45, behind the blocking of Winnie Hill. Bob Lilly makes the tackle for the Dallas Cowboys with help from Leroy Jordan, the middle linebacker. Bob Lilly, in his 11th year from Texas Christian, has never missed a Cowboy game. That's what you call stamina and stability and just plain being good. Yeah, I, I personally think that he's probably the best uh, defensive tackle that I've ever seen. Whatever happened to Ernie Ladd, you used to see him a lot. No, this guy is more active. He does everything well, and he comes every play, all the time. Second down, eight. Davis back to throw. Davis setting the screen, throwing to Riggins. Riggins is going to be cut by Lilly and pulled down. Bob Lilly on the 40-yard line throws Riggins for a two-yard loss. Riggins had trouble making that catch because the pass was a little wobbly and a little weak on the throw, and Riggins had to hold up on it. And that gave Lilly a chance to move in on him. And George Andre was putting a rush on uh, Davis that made him throw sooner than he wanted to. Bill Gregory now checks out of the line for Dallas. Eddie Bell is in for New York. Pete Lamons is out. Third down, 12. That's another thing that Lilly has, Merle, great speed. You really can't appreciate him. You can't just watch the football game and count the number of times he gets the quarterback because on almost every play, there are two offensive line linemen blocking on Lilly. Third down, 12 is a call. Davis calling signals for the Jets. Davis going back to throw. He slips. The flag goes down. He throws up the middle. It's intercepted. The ball took past his hand by Green. Right up the 42. He's down in the Jets territory in the 35-yard line. The ball went off the fingertips of Rex Caster, and Cornell Green picked it off. Brought it back into Jet territory. They mark it on the 36-yard line. He got it on the 43 and brought it back 22 yards. Now let's see what the flag's about. The flag was thrown as the play got underway. And apparently the penalty was against Dallas, so that play will not stand. Personal foul indicated against the Cowboys from the 40-yard line. And Norm Schachter starts walking off 15 yards against the Cowboys, taking the ball down to the Dallas 45. Personal foul against Dallas. Cost the Cowboys 15. Pat Toomey goes out. George Andre comes back in at right end for the Cowboys. Wide to the right, Maynard. Herb Anderley covering him. Wide to the left, Rich Caster. And Noel Renfro will cover him. They'll lay back about seven or eight yards. 
First and 10, New York, on the Cowboy 45. Davis barks the play, goes back to pass, straight back. He is looking, he is throwing long, going for somebody. It's going to be intercepted by Annerly on the 5. He goes back into the end zone, comes out to the 5, the 10, goes to the 15, up to the 20, 25, and pulled out from behind by Pete Lyland on about the 28-yard line. That pass was overthrown. There's a flag on the play on the 45-yard line, however. On the Cowboy 45. That was the line of scrimmage. So we'll wait for the discussion on this one. Offside, New York, penalty declined. Cowboys take the football. We have three minutes and 17 seconds left to play in the first half. A timeout on the field to score the Cowboys 35. The Jets nothing. Well, we were talking about Bomb Louie and that fine Dallas defense. Dallas has always been tough uh, against the rushing game. In fact, they're moving toward their fifth title in six years and defending against the run from 1966 through 1969 dallas was the toughest team in pro football again rushing yards against winning with a low ground yield four straight times the yards allowed by the cowboys during that span 1176 1081 just under 1200 and 1050 were the four lowest totals posted in the nfl over a 14 game schedule the Cowboys, however, did drop to fifth in rushing defense last year. They permitted uh, 1,656 yards. But the Texas defenders are back in the trenches again this year. They're doing an outstanding job, as always, by that defensive front four and, of course, those fine linebackers that we were talking about before. Herb Adderley's sixth interception of the year has given the Cowboys the ball on the 28-yard line in Dallas territory. And Jerry Philbin is back in at left end for New York with John Little at left tackle, Chuck Hedden at right tackle, and Mark Lummis at right end. The Cowboys will have Dave Manders covering the ball. Nyland and Nye are the guards. Lissio and Wright are the tackles. And the tight end is Mike Ditka. Wide to the left, all words to the right, Bob Hayes. Roger Staubach gives off to Dwayne Thomas, coming right through the middle of the 32 for a gain of four. Brought down by Paul Crane, the linebacker from Alabama, and Jerry Philbin. Ball spotted on the 32-yard line. Now Billy Truax comes in, Mike Ditka goes out. Gus Holloman coming in for New York in the secondary. He'll replace Paul Crane. Holloman possibly will play up at the line of scrimmage, I believe he will, outside of Jerry Philbin. Second down, six for Dallas. The Cowboys leading 35 to nothing, less than three minutes to play in the first half. Dave Manders covers the ball. Wide to the left, Hayes, and the slot to the left is Allworth. Calvin Hill and Dwayne Thomas are the setbacks. They break out of the eye. They're in close together. Here comes Allworth in motion to the right. As Staubach goes back to pass. Two backs back to block for him. Staubach throwing to the sideline, incomplete. It was intended for Bob Hayes. He was double covered by Bill Wise and by John Dockery. Third down and six on the 32-yard line of the Cowboys. By the way, Dwayne Thomas has carried nine times for 64 yards. Hill seven times for 40. But Hill has scored three touchdowns today. Two on passes, one by rushing. Two minutes, 28 seconds to go in the first half. Bob Hayes has been a target for the first time. He goes wide to the left. To the right is Allworth. Cannon's going to play Allworth near the line of scrimmage head-to-head. Stobach on third down makes his call. 
Staubach is back to pass. Two backs, they back to block. Staubach cranks up and goes long for Bob Hayes. The battle is over. The ball incomplete at the 25-yard line. the Cowboys will be punting it away for the first time today. Dave Whitby getting ready to come on. Dockery had good coverage on Hayes, and of course Hayes has that blinding speed. He's still probably the fastest wide receiver or the fastest man in football, even though he may have slowed down just a little bit uh, from winning when he won the Olympics. But Dockery was with him step to step. They tangled feet, and he fell to the ground. The kick is blocked. Ron Woodby's kick is blocked by Mooring, and it goes out of bounds on the Cowboy 27. John Mooring, coming through the middle, got his hands up to block Ron Woodby's kick. And the Jets will take over. They actually pick up a yard from the previous line of scrimmage. The Jets have had but three first downs in this first half. Now the ball will go over to the Jets on the 20. They're going to mark it on the... 28-yard line in Dallas territory. That was almost the line of scrimmage then. Pat Toomey at right end, Bob Lilly at right tackle, Bill Gregory at left tackle, and Larry Cole at left end for Dallas on the front line. George Knock is down as a running back along with John Riggin. They're split wide. We're down to 2.16 to go in the first half. Bob Davis calling signals. Jets trail 35 to nothing. A handoff to Riggins. Leroy Jordan misses him on a blitz, but Chuck Alley picks him up to make the tackle just about of the line of scrimmage. Jordan came firing through the middle, and Halley, who can really cover the ground laterally, made the stop. And we're down to two minutes to go in the first half, and a timeout for the two-minute warning. The Cowboys are leading by 35 to nothing, and Bob Davis comes to the sideline to talk to head coach Weeb Eubank. Joe Namath, who started the game for New York, will also confer with uh, Bob Davis, but... When the Cowboys moved to a 28-0 lead in the first quarter, Weeb Eubank pulled Namath out of the game, and now it looks like he's going to ride with Bob Davis the rest of the way. Well, Dallas, we mentioned before, they stagger their defensive linemen. Not only do they put one defensive tackle up close to the ball and the other one lying back to guard against the run, but they seem to vary the splits between those defensive people. One time, the defensive tackle seems to line up inside of the guard the next time perhaps outside of the guard this also does some well it may confuse an offensive lineman on occasion and it also may serve to protect those middle linebackers we mentioned before the linebackers are small perhaps dallas would like to keep those big offensive guards off the linebackers of course on offense dallas does just about everything uh, they have so many different offensive formations that it's very hard to type them very hard to get tendencies uh, you, you can't look for tips or any cheating on the part of the offensive backs or the receivers because they rarely line up in the same position twice. Eddie Bell has come in. Pete Lamons has gone out. That gives the Jets three wide receivers. Bell wide to the left. Caster in the slot left. Maynard going to the right. Bob Davis at quarterback. Calling the play now. Davis goes back to pass on second and ten. Pump throws over the middle. The ball is knocked down by one of the linemen. They were trying to set a screen over the middle, and I believe it was Bob Lilly who got his hands up to bat that ball down. So the Jets will have a third down at almost 10 coming on. Dallas, by the way, will have two games to go after this one. They will play the Giants at New York and then the St. Louis Cardinals as the Cowboys battle the Washington Redskins for the championship of the East in the NFC. 
Now the Jets out of the huddle. John Schmidt covers the ball. Maynard going to the right. Wide to the left is Bell. With a slot to the left is Caster. Third and ten for the Jets, who trail 35 to nothing. Davis going back to throw. Davis rush. Davis throws long for Eddie Bell. And it's incomplete in the end zone. He was double covered by Mel Renfro and by Cornell Green. Bobby Halfield will come on for the ex for the uh, field goal try now. The Jets will try to get some points on that board. Davis has thrown nine times, completed three for 12 yards. The Jets have rushed for 33 yards, and Reagan has 21 of those. So the Jets have not had much offense going today at all. Davis will hold in the 35. Halfield from Bushy, England. Soccer-style kicker. Slight angle to the right at the hash mark. Cowboys lead 35 to nothing. Halfield's kick is on the way. He's got the distance. It's right through the middle of the upright, so the Jets get on the scoreboard. So with a minute 46 seconds left to play in the first half, Halfield kicks for three, and the Cowboys are now leading 35 to three. One week from tomorrow, Sunday, December 12th, the Jets will be back in the big shade to beat the New England Patriots. Listen in at 12.35 for Don Crickey, followed by Sam DeLuca and the pregame highlights. That's a week from tomorrow, Sunday, December 12th, the Jets and the New England Patriots at Shea Stadium in New York. Well, we're talking about this stadium, and it really is a beautiful stadium. If you look around, they have uh, individual booths that they've sold to people. People have to put up bonds. And I hear in some cases it goes as much as $50,000 uh, which isn't what they pay. It's just a bond that they have to go ahead and hold, I think, for about 35 years. And on the way up here, we looked into some of these individual booths with their own entrances, and the people furnish them themselves, and some are really exquisite. Bobby Halfield kicks off. It's going to go to Harris near the goal line. He comes out to the 10 to the 15. Harris to the 20. Harris gets hit hard to the 23. And John Ebersol makes the tackle for the Jets on the 23-yard line. Cowboys leading 35-3. to three. Sam, I couldn't believe that you bought two of those boxes when obviously you'll never have a chance during the season to see any games. Just take care of your clients. Well, I didn't buy them. I just, you know, put up the bond. and <laughs> I'd say a lot, a lot of money in this. Right here on the press level. And they haven't sold out quite a few, I guess, down in the end zone. I see they are vacant. There you go. Cowboys out of the huddle. Moving into a slot right. Allworth in the slot with Bob Hayes wide to the right. Now Allworth goes in motion to the left. Roger Staubach calls a play. Staubach a hand off to Calvin Hill. He hits the left side, gets whacked on the 26 by John Little. And Chuck Kenton also upped out of the tackle. Ball spotted on the 26, a gain of two. It'll be second and eight. Phil Wise comes in for the Jets. 35-3 the score of the Cowboys lead. 53 seconds to play in the first half. Lance Allworth out wide to the left. Going to the right, Bob Hayes. Billy Truax a tight end to set up on the left side. Dallas running out of the eye and a handoff goes to Dwayne Thomas. He finds daylight in the middle, goes out to the 40. W.K. Hicks brings him down to the 46. And the first down for Dallas at the 46-yard line. The Cowboys call timeout to stop the clock with 32 seconds. A 20-yard pickup by Dwayne Thomas. And to the sideline goes Staubach to talk to head coach Tom Landry. Those holes in the Jet defensive line are just enormous. They're continuing to alternate. 
of the four linebackers and the five defensive backs. But you can do anything you want. You could have all the gimmicks and all the wrinkles. And really, that's not a gimmick because the Jets used it uh, extremely well over at Shea Stadium. It did win a ball game against Baltimore. It kept them in the ball game uh, because of that maneuver. But you've got to have execution. You've got to have people on the defensive line delivering a blow, controlling the offensive lineman, and moving toward the ball carrier, closing the hole. The holes are just gaping. I don't care what you do out there. When you're getting beaten like that up front, you're going to lose the football game and look silly in doing it. Here come the Cowboys with Allworth moving in motion to the right. Staubach going back to throw on first down. He's in the pocket. He is throwing for Allworth. Makes the catch on the 40. Gets drilled out of bounds on the 39-yard line of the Jets. And the tackle made by Steve Tannen. I'm not sure they marked the ball out of bounds, though, because the clock is still running. It is. The Cowboys thought the clock had stopped. We're down to 16 seconds. And now the Cowboys, Staubach is now talking to the official saying wait a minute he was out of bounds and the clock was running but the official on the sideline said no and the Cowboys now called timeout with 12 seconds remaining after a 16-yard pass play from Roger Staubach to Lance Allworth. Lance Allworth now becomes the NFL's fourth leading all-time receiver 522 receptions. That's not fair Merle. I had that. I was waiting for that whole game, and they flashed it up on the scoreboard. I spotted it in the press release. I've been waiting for him to throw the all word. You beat me to it. Well, I'll give you Don Maynard when his 600th comes up. Okay, okay thank you. That's the first time he's thrown to uh, all worth all game. He keeps throwing to his tight end and his setbacks. He threw to uh, Bob Hayes a couple of times, but uh, Dockery, as we said before, has been covering well, here's one for you. All right. Allworth uh, needs 34 yards to become the second receiver to gain 10,000 yards. Of course, Don Maynard has 11,164 coming into today's game. And what did Allworth get on the last one, 22? So he needs 12 to get over that 10,000 mark. All right, Staubach is 7 out of 10 for 111 yards. Cowboys have picked up 13 first downs and 132 yards on the ground. So they've had it moving. Staubach faking, going back to throw, throwing long for Bob Hayes. It is knocked down by W.K. Hicks on the goal line. He was actually going for the interception, but he couldn't make it. Steve Tannen moved over to help out, and we're down to six seconds on the clock for the first half. Mike Clark coming in for Dallas for a field goal attempt. By the way, at halftime today, our guest will be Tuck Schramm, the president and general manager of the Cowboys. So we have six seconds left to play. Mike Clark from the 45 with Dan Reeves holding. Dan Reeves, the all-everything performer for the Cowboys. Can play quarterback, running back, has been an assistant coach. Here's the snap, the kick by Clark is on the way, and it is good! So now the Cowboys lead 38 to 3. One second remaining to be played. That'll cover the kickoff, and that's about it. If you join us late, Ike Thomas set the pace for Dallas by returning the game's opening kickoff 101 yards for a touchdown. 
And within 16 seconds, the Cowboys had a 7-0 lead. Well, it looks like Dallas is going to win its sixth straight uh, over American Football Conference teams. The NFC has clinched a 40-game interconference series with the American Football Conference. To this point, they've won 20, lost nine with two ties. Short kickoff grabbed by George Knock on the 28. Knock going to the 30. Knock trying to find a block. Knock back to the 49. Knock pull down. Oh, did he take a pop on the 39-yard line as the first half comes to an end. Joe Williams made the tackle. So there's the end of the first half and the score. The Dallas Cowboys, 38. The New York Jets, 3. We're at halftime at Texas Stadium where the Cowboys are leading the New York Jets 38 to 3 at halftime. This is Merle Herman and I'll be back with my halftime guest, Tex Schramm, the president and general manager of the Cowboys, in just a moment. Tex Schramm, the president and general manager of the Dallas Cowboys, has seen a lot of things happen in professional football here in Dallas and for that matter in the NFL because he's made it happen. And we're looking at it, one of the things that he made happen here, this magnificent new stadium here in Dallas. And Tex, I know a, a, an operation and a construction job like this must be a lot of headaches, but it must please you immensely to see it filled and see it so beautiful and see a great football team playing in it. Well, you certainly do get a lot of gratification out of seeing it in operation as it is now after the planning that went into it for the last four years. I think the unique part of the stadium is that it was financed with private capital. There, is, there are no taxpayers' dollars in this stadium. Uh, the people who are paying for this stadium are the people who are sitting down there in the uh, stands because they purchased uh, the bonds uh, that built the stadium, and we're very proud of that. And I think uh, it is now probably the finest football stadium that we have in the United States. By the way, Sam DeLuca wants to buy one of those plush boxes from you that we looked in on before the game today. Well, those boxes, uh, you have to buy $50,000 worth of bonds for one of those boxes, but when you think that you have that box uh, for the next 35 years or longer, uh, it turns out to be a really a pretty good investment because if you're going to watch a football game, that's the way to go. <laughs> First cabin all the way. Sexton, in this day and age, you mentioned that this stadium was uh, built with private funds. I, I don't recall any other stadium that has been built with private funds in the last uh, many, many years now, even since the war. Uh, how can this thing be practical? Well, uh, the only way that it's practical is the willingness of, of people to uh, invest their money in the bonds. They don't return uh, a great rate of interest, uh, but if you want to have a season ticket, uh, you have to buy a bond. And we sold 32,000 season tickets, and uh, this purchase required either uh, between the 30-yard lines, the purchase of a $1,000 bond for each season ticket, or on the, uh, and all the rest of them are $250 for each season ticket. So uh, uh, the fans, and uh, we're selling them now as fast as we are, even with the season almost over, we're still selling them uh, where the people know that uh, they won't be sitting in the seats until next year. But it's, uh, I guess it's just the intense interest that you have in football down here and uh, 
and the re realization that they are a part of this stadium. Jack, let's talk about your ball club now. It would appear, on the basis of what we have seen in the first half and the way your club has been winning, that Coach Tom Landry is speaking his team at this point. So many teams, and maybe years in the past, possibly have peaked too early, and then you've gotten trouble late in the season. Compare, if you will, for us, the progress of the team this year as to last year uh, when you marched into the Super Bowl. Well, it seems as though uh, we've gotten to the position that maybe we have to have a little adversity. Uh, we've won our division every year since 1966, and uh, as a result, people just always kind of automatically say, well, the Cowboys will win the East, and then they start going on and talking about other divisions where they think there's going to be a race. And I think after a little bit of time, uh, this starts sinking in on everybody. You just uh, get a little bit complacent, I guess. Tex Schramm is the president and general manager of the Cowboys, as you know. And Tex, uh, I'd like to know how you got Dwayne Thomas back, how it worked, because it looks like he has come back and really put it all together for you. Well, Dwayne, we've always wanted Dwayne as a football player. And... Uh, when the controversy was going on last spring and summer, and uh, we always took the position that if Dwayne reported uh, that there was a place for him, that uh, what his feelings were and uh, what he said about me or something about that wasn't important. The important thing was of uh, how he uh, related to his teammates and what he produced on the football field, and anything else is kind of uh, unimportant and uh, we always took that position and before the league season started uh, Dwayne came in and said that he wanted to play and uh, since that time uh, he's been doing his job on the football field and uh, I think now with uh, Calvin Hill healthy again uh, I think we have uh, some problems to present to other football teams with both Dwayne Thomas and Calvin in the same backfield. Did Jim Brown play a role in Dwayne Thomas coming back? Jim Brown, the former uh, Cleveland star, now a motion picture actor? Yes. When Dwayne came down uh, the week before our opening league game, he was accompanied by Jim Brown, and uh, Jim told him that uh, he had no alternative other than to play, in essence, and uh, convinced him that he was better off uh, playing football than not. Is he happy now? Dwayne? Yeah. Uh, I really couldn't tell you if, whether he's happy. He's a very quiet man. Uh, he has his own thoughts. Uh, if performance on the football field means he's happy, then he's pretty happy. He looks at I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jack, thanks so much for coming up. It's great to see you. Congratulations right. again on the great part. Well, thank you very much. Jack Schramm, the president and general manager of the Cowboys. We'll be right back with a second half kickoff in just a minute. Vernon Stoddard takes a second-half kickoff. The New York Jets brings it out to the 24-yard line where Charlie Waters smacks him down. So we're underway in the third quarter at Texas Stadium in Dallas. The Jets with Bob Davis as quarterback. Come out of the huddle. George Knock and John Riggins to the running back. Wide to the left is Caster. Wide to the right is Don Maynard. The Jets trail 38-3 going into the third quarter. Davis barks the play. Gives off to Riggins. No hole at the left tackle spot. Tries to get to the outside. Knock cuts across the 25 gets to about the 27. D.D. Lewis, who just barely made it in as a linebacker on the right side, made the tackle. He got in there just as the play started. 
Ball is put down on the 28-yard line. Let's make it. And the Jets have a second down and about six, a little more than six possibly. Caster coming wide to the left, going to the right is Don Maynard. The Jets operating in the eye. Bob Davis at quarterback. Joe Namath started the game. Has not been in since the second quarter started. Here's a sideline pattern to Caster, but Rich can't hold on to the ball. Covered by Mel Renfro. Short pass play, but again only about three yards. Now it's third down and six for New York. Sam, uh, what about the first half now statistically? Well, as we would expect, all Dallas, 14 first downs to four for the Jets. Rushing yardage, 133 to uh, 31 for the Jets. Through the air, Dallas had 115 yards, 29 for the Jets. Passes, Dallas was seven for 11. The Jets, four for uh, 14 with three interceptions. Third down play for Bob Davis and the Jets. Davis goes back to pass. And Lilly is after him. Davis setting a screen. Riggins makes the catch, but he's going to be thrown for a loss by middle linebacker Leroy Jordan. So the pass was completed for a loss back to about the 25-yard line. It's fourth down and almost 10 for New York. Of course, that screen pass requires good acting on the part of the offensive line and the quarterback. The quarterback usually looks in the other direction, and then he drifts back for another four or five yards after setting up and releases the ball. There was no acting on that part. Uh, Dallas read it. There were six people over to, to uh, get the ball carried. O'Neal hangs one high in the air, and a fair catch is called for on the Dallas 35 by Cliff Harris, and that's where the Cowboys will take over. Ball is marked officially on the 34-yard line of Dallas, a 40-yard kick by Steve O'Neal, and the Cowboys take over for the first time in the second half. Cowboys leading by a score of 38-3. to They have two more games to play. They'll play the New York Giants in New York next week. And then they play the St. Louis Cardinals here at Texas Stadium. The Jets, of course, next week on Sunday, December 12th, the week from tomorrow, will be back in the big shade to take on the New England Patriots. Be sure to listen in at 12.35 for Don Fricky in the pregame show. Time out on the field to score. Dallas 38, the Jets 3. deposits can build up in your carburetor and a dirty carburetor could mean trouble but you don't have to worry about a dirty carburetor because even if you do have a dirty one we can help with mobile detergent gasoline because the detergent in mobile cleans your carburetor as you drive so use mobile detergent gasoline it can help your car's performance Staubach back to pass, fumbles the ball and picks it up on the 29-yard line. Tackled immediately by Mark Loomis, the right end. So Staubach, who was trying to throw, dropped the ball, went after it, and now it is ruled a completed pass, or an incompleted pass, I beg your pardon. They ruled that his hand had gone forward and it was nothing but an incompletion. So the ball comes back to the line of scrimmage where it'll be second down and 10 for Dallas. But Staubach wasn't taking any chances. He went back to cover that ball. Out of the huddle come the Cowboys. To the right is Allworth. To the left is Hayes. And a give to 
Juan Thomas going through the middle. He fumbles the ball. It's picked up by W.K. Hefke fumbles the ball. And the Cowboys, I think, recover it on the 41 for the game. They do. Dwayne Thomas, who fumbled the ball, recovered Hicks' fumble. No, it was Bob Hayes who recovered. So the comedy of errors here at Texas Stadium gives Dallas the double fumble for a gain at the 40. And a first down on the 40-yard line. Yeah, there's no explanation for it except uh, perhaps Hicks did slip. He was going to the ground, and perhaps he was so surprised by slipping uh, no one was around him when he let go of the ball that it just popped out of his hand. Hayes slot left, hand off to Hill. Hill power sweep to the right at the 40. Knocked out of bounds on the 43 by Phil Wise, who jolted him out of bounds. A gain of three yards to make it second and seven. So the Cowboys leading 38-3 to three in the third period. John Ebersole comes out for New York. Right now, Paul Crane, Ralph Baker, and Larry Grantham are the linebackers. Philbin, Little, Hinton, and Lomas up front. Phil Wise playing over the line of scrimmage on the right side. Wide receivers out both ways for Dallas. Second down is the call. Staubach goes back to pass. And in the pocket, throwing back over the middle. A fine catch for Billy Truax, the tight end. He is down to the 50-yard line, bounces down to the 49 in jet territory. Hicks knocked him off balance, and he was covered by Paul Crane, but a great catch for Billy Truax, and time out for a measurement. An eight-yard pickup on the play. Ebersole is back in. Phil Wise goes out. Good pass protection, Merle. The Jets were blitzing two linebackers, and Dallas kept them away from the quarterback. And a first down by a little more than the length of the football. Dallas leads in the Eastern Division of the NFC, a half game over Washington. Dallas is 1-8, lost 3. Washington is 7-3-1. Washington will play the Giants tomorrow. Now the Cowboys. First down of the 49 of New York. Out of the huddle. Over the ball is Dave Manders. The guards are John Nyland and Blaine Nye. The tackles, Tony Lithio and Raphael Wright. Here's a slot to the right for Dallas. Hayes wide. Now Allworth out of the slot in motion to the left. Staubach back to pass. Straight back he goes. He's throwing for Allworth. He's wide open. Makes the catch to the 35. And he has knocked out of bounds on the 30-yard line by John Dockery. I think they're going to spot it on the 31 where he went out. So Lance Allworth, who used to be known as Bambi, but whatever happened to that nickname, Sam? I guess maybe he outgrew it and he's a full-grown deer now. I don't know, but uh, of course he got the the nickname partly because of those big brown eyes and, and partly because he used to go up in the air so well to catch the ball, like a deer running downfield. Incidentally, Merle... In the first half, Staubach threw 11 times. He's thrown three or four times in this half, and never once has he scrambled out of the pocket. Sam, you're missing your cue on Allward. Right. 10,000 yards he has now on the 20-yard pickup. Hand up to Dwayne Thomas, down to the 25, to the 20. Inside the 20 to the 19. Paul Crane is in on the tackle for New York with Steve Tannen and John Dockery. Another first down for the Cowboys, who lead 38-3. to Mike Ditka comes in. Billy Truex checks out for Dallas. The ball is close to the 18-yard line now. In fact, it is on the 18-yard line where they finally line it up. Bob Hayes going to the left. Lance Allworth wide to the right. 
Ditka, the tight end, is set on the right side. Dallas ships out of the eye. The running backs are split by about three yards. Now Hill goes in motion to the left. That leaves Wayne Thomas. Back to pass, Staubach. Blitz on by Baker. Screen set. Pass caught by Thomas. Thomas to the 15, the 10, the 5. Touchdown! The Jets blitz through the middle, and Staubach got it away. A great catch by Dwayne Thomas. And he goes in for 18 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, there were no setbacks to pick up Ralph Baker. Ralph Baker was blitzing. The Jets had the blitz on. Uh, Staubach got the ball away, and of course there was nobody there to make the tackle. They were blitzing a couple of linebackers. That's, that's the gamble of the blitz. Well, Dallas now leads 44-3. Mike Clark out there to try to make it 45. And the kick is good. Time out on the field. The score, the Dallas Cowboys 45, the New York Jets 3. Well, let's continue to look at this Dallas Cowboys team, and it probably has just about the best personnel in football, along with the Minnesota Vikings. Let's look at the defensive secondary. At right cornerback, they have Mel Renfro, 6 feet, 190 pounds, 8 years in the National Football League. Uh, at left cornerback, Herb Attaway, 6 feet, 200 pounds. He's now been around for 11 years, of course, most of those years with the Green Bay Packers, and he's done a lot to bring this defensive secondary together. At right safety, Cornell Green, 6'3", 208 pounds, a nine-year veteran with a great knowledge of the game. And he's also got the speed. Uh, of course, he's playing safety. He can play cornerback, and they alternate those people back there. At left safety, Cliff Harris, 6 feet, 184 pounds. He's the baby in the defensive backfield. He's only been around for two years. So there's a lot of experience in that defensive secondary and also at the linebacker spot. Astronaut Alan Bean is here today and has just been congratulated on completing the longest pass in the world. By the way, Lance Allworth, as Sam had mentioned earlier, has now become the second man to pass 10,000 yards in pass receiving, and Don Maynard is the other. Roger Staubach has completed 10 out of has completed 10 passes out of 15 tries for 170 yards and three touchdowns. Here's Mike Clark's kickoff, high but not far. Vernon stuttered on the 8 for New York, to the 10, to the 15. Stuttered, going to the 20. Stuttered to the 25, to the 30. 35, cuts in, goes to the 40, and gets to the 45, and that's it. Nice return by Vernon Stuttered, the rookie from Mississippi, and the tackle was made by Joe Williams. Bob Davis will be in at quarterback as the Jets take over on their own 45-yard line. They trail 45-3. to We're in the third period. By the way, Dwayne Thomas has rushed... 12 times for 99 yards. He has 99 of the 136 yards the Cowboys have picked up on the ground. Eddie Bell goes wide to the left, Don Maynard to the right. Rich Caster out of the game for the moment. Running backs are split, and Davis hands off to Steve Harkey. Harkey goes, or rather George Knock. Knock goes to midfield. No, it is Harkey. Steve Harkey going to midfield, and is brought down by Larry Cole, the defensive left end for Dallas. So the gain is five. It'll be second and five for New York. Dallas led 28 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. Wide to the left, Bell to the right is Maynard. And a handoff going to Harkey. Harkey trying to get to the outside. Goes down to the 45, down to the 40. Puts his head down. Rams over the tackler, Adderley. 
and bounces down to the 39-yard line, but they brought, well, where are they going to spot it? They brought the ball back to the 41 for a moment. Now they've taken it back to the 39-yard line, they being the officials. A gain of 11 yards by Steve Harkey, the rookie out of Georgia Tech, who now lives in Edina, Minnesota. Well, the Jet offensive line is taking relatively large splits. They usually don't split to get blocking angles, but to open up holes. However, they are getting some fine blocking angles because of the splits and the Dallas uh, habit of staggering their people and lining them up inside and outside. Knock and Harkey, the setback. Here's Davis to Harkey. Harkey hits to their outside and gets thrown on the 40-yard line by Leroy Jordan, the middle linebacker. Steve Harkey carrying for the third straight time. Thrown for a yard loss to make it second and 11 on the 40 of Dallas. Cody Smith is now in at left end for the Cowboys. He's Bubba's little brother. He only weighs 245. He's 6'5". He did not go to Michigan State. He played his college ball at USC and was the number one draft choice of the Cowboys this year. Larry Cole has switched to right tackle for Dallas. Andre playing the right end for the Cowboys. Bob Lilly is out of there for the moment. Second down call. Back to pass goes Bob Davis. Davis throwing to knock. Coming out of the backfield. He is tackled as he tried to make the catch by D.D. Lewis, the left side linebacker. And he tried to catch the ball as he was going to the ground the second time. Third down and a little more than 10 at the 40. Rambling Tiger Marching Band performed at halftime here today in Texas. What a show. Rich Castor is back in for New York. Eddie Bell departs. Sets have had good pass protection. Uh, the quarterback hasn't been rushed. Third down coming now. Caster wide to the left. Wide to the right, Don Maynard. And Davis goes back to throw. Andre trying to get to him. Davis is going to run the ball right up the middle of the 35. Davis gets down to the 30. Davis is finally thrown down after he gets the first down about the 28. Dave Edwards made the stop, the left linebacker. So Bob Davis scrambling right through the middle, getting a first down at the Dallas 28. And again, Murrow, he wasn't rushed. He just happened to see a hole open up to his left side if he's going to run with the ball when he gets down in that area where the defense is converging on him. The thing to do is to dive for the ball, not to do what Davis did on that last play. He turned his back to that defensive man coming up to make the tackle, and that's one way to get some sore ribs and perhaps lose the football. Davis got 12 yards and a first down at the 28. He joined us late. Joe Namath played the first quarter, but when the Jets fell behind 28 to nothing, Weeb Eubank took him out of the lineup. He has not been back. As Weeb obviously did not want to take any chances with the Jets that far behind. Here is a handoff to Harkey hitting straight into the left side of the line, getting a yard maybe. Larry Cole met him and threw him all the way back across the 30 to the 33. But his forward progress will be marked at the 32. A gain of one, second nine coming up for New York. So hard to tell from up here whether the running back has picked the right hole. On that last play, it looked like he had some running room over the middle, and of course the jet running backs almost always have the option, unless it's a trap play, of running into any area where they see a hole develop. But of course it looks, it may look like a hole is there from up here, but on the field somebody may be coming over, which causes the running back to run in an area that appears to be congested. Davis goes back to pass. Davis, no receiver's going to run the ball down to the 20. Davis to the 10. Davis to the 5. He is down to the 3, and that's it. 
tackled by Herb Adderley and Dave Edwards. Al, uh, rather, uh, Bob Davis, oh so close to a touchdown, but he got just as far as he could go, and you know, it looked like Sam, he couldn't quite make up his mind whether he was going to try to pull his way on through or go down after he picked up 24 yards. He's still alive. That's what's important. <laughs> it just, uh, if he would have dove for that goal line, he may not have reached the goal line, but he would have picked up another yard or two, but you don't just stop. He looks like he just stopped the play before when he scrambled. He turned his back. That time he just stopped Cole and said, you know, lay it to me. You know, hit me. It's, it's not the way to do it. Eddie Bell to the right. The ends are in tight. The running backs are knocking Harkey. Davis calls the play. First and goal on the three-yard line of Dallas. Davis, a handoff to Knock. Knock bangs to about the two. He might be inside the two at the one. They're stacked over the one-yard line. George Andre is in there. Bob Lilly was back in. Cornell Green up from the secondary. John Riggins comes in. Eddie Bell goes out. That'll give the Jets a full-house backfield. The ball at the one-yard line of Dallas. The Jets have not been able to score except by the one field goal by Bob Halfield. The Cowboys are leading 45-3. to We're five minutes away from the end of the third quarter. The Jets break the huddle. John Schmidt is out over the ball. The Jets set up at a power eye in the backfield. John Davis barks the play. Knock in motion. Hand off to Harkey. Harkey pulls to the one-foot line, but he didn't get over. Cornell Green came up over the top. George Andre hit him down low. And Green whacked him high to knock him down short of the goal line. It'll be second down and goal to goal. Inside the one. The Jets will play the New England Patriots next week at the Big Shea in New York a week from tomorrow. Right now, they're trying to put one up on the board against the Cowboys. Power eye right. Davis parks the play. Davis fakes. Go rolls right. Pitches a ball to knock. Touchdown. He caught the ball. George knock an alley-oop pass. That was kind of a split D-type quarterback play. And Bob Davis was dumped hard as he let that ball go. He was really belted by Cody Smith. Herb Adderley was also over there. And Davis just kind of shot put the ball off an old... Up an old uh, sliding key, if you will. Yeah, it looked like a basketball play to me. Fake to his left and then in a one-handed jump shot. But the Jets get on the scoreboard with George Knock catching a one-yard touchdown pass. Bob Halfield for the extra point try. Davis will hold. It's 45-9, to nine, Dallas. Here's the snap, and Halfield's kick is good. 4.07 to go in the third quarter, a timeout of the field, and the score is the Dallas Cowboys, 45, the New York Jets, 10. From Dallas, Pearl Herman, and Sam DeLuca, with Dallas leading New York, 45 to 10. Bob Halfield getting ready to kick off for New York. Harris and Thomas are deep, and this one is going to go to Harris on the goal line. He comes out to the 5 to the 10, stumbles at the 15-yard line and falls forward to the 17 or 18. I think he fell over uh, Thomas. Well, that touchdown pass of the Jets may not, been, uh, may not have been a picture pass, but it served the purpose that got the Jets across the goal line. You know, every time I see the Dallas Cowboys backed up to their own goal line, down on the one foot of the one-yard line, I think of those games against Green Bay and of course the one game that they lost in the closing seconds 
uh, in that same situation. Evidently, they've learned their lesson. Craig Morton is now in his quarterback for Dallas for the first time today. Hands off to Calvin Hill, who bangs over the middle across the 20 and out to the 22. Paul Crane, the left linebacker from Alabama, makes the tackle for New York. By the way, Bob Davis is now the leading jet rusher in this game. He has carried three times for 38 yards. He directed that last drive, 55 yards on 10 plays for the jet touchdown. A gain of four, second and six for Dallas. Craig Morton, a seven-year veteran from California, at 6'4", 214 pounds. Bob Hayes to the left. Gloucester Richardson has replaced Lance Allworth. He's wide to the right. A handoff goes to Dwayne Thomas. Thomas trying to get to the outside. Runs into Steve Tannen. After a two-yard pickup, but now he is ridden out of bounds by Paul Crane and Steve Tannen as Dwayne Thomas stays on his feet. He's very strong. They'll mark the ball to the 24-yard line where it'll be third down coming up for Dallas. Ball goes down on the 24. And third down, about four coming up. New York Jets football is produced by and through the facilities of WORAM Radio in New York, the flagship station of the New York Jets radio network. Dwayne Thomas has now gained 101 yards in this game. Here's a slot right, Allworth back in, goes in motion to the left out of the slot. Bob Hayes wide to the right. Craig Morton back to pass on third and four. Morton in the pocket, throwing it's incomplete, intended for Allworth on a slant in, and Larry Grantham had a shot at an interception. So the Cowboys will give up the football. Today's game is also being broadcast live all over the world, over the Armed Forces Radio Network, to more than 350 overseas affiliates the Armed Forces Radio Network, and we're delighted to have our service personnel listening in. We send you greetings from Dallas, and very happy holidays coming up. Too bad it couldn't have been a better football game. It really is. I know Tex Schramm said that as he left the booth. It's really a shame that the game wasn't such that Joe Namath could have stayed longer, and the fans would have had a better look at him here. Whitby, punting it away for Dallas, drives it downfield. Ferrisopoulos after the ball, takes a bounce, he fields it on the 31. Ferrisopoulos trying to get to the outside, gets to the 33. And Ike Thomas stops him on the 33-yard line. A 45-yard kick by Ron Whitby. Bro, I may have been uh, unfair to Craig Morton on the pregame show. I uh, I knocked him pretty good, but I, every time I hear or see of Craig Morton, I think of those three games at the end of last season that were on national television, the two playoff games and the Super Bowl, and he was just totally inept. I mean, he couldn't do anything right, and at the time I just couldn't believe that Landry you know, would keep Staubach on the bench. He had to be better than Craig Morton was in those three games. Eddie Bell wide to the left, and Maynard to the right, Bob Davis back to pass, rush on, screen to the right to Harkey at the 30, Harkey to the 35, knocks out of bounds after he crosses the 35 of the 37 by D.D. Lewis, the left linebacker. So Steve Harkey on the screen, and a flag was thrown at the line of scrimmage, however. The initial indication is that Dallas was offside. Well, another thing that probably influenced me is that I had heard that Morton was very well liked by his Dallas teammates and perhaps there was some pressure uh, to give him every possible opportunity and keep him in there because he had been around for seven years and he uh, did sit on the bench behind Meredith but I think that uh, it's been proved conclusively at this point anyway that Roger Staubach is the better quarterback and Craig Morton uh, should not be starting for the Cowboys and besides that he's a Navy man and I'm a Navy man (laughs) 
Okay, first and five as the Jets take the five-yard penalty. Bob Davis at quarterback. Eddie Bell to the left, Maynard to the right. Here's a handoff to knock, knock, right through the middle, churning for a first down to the 44-yard line of New York. Pat Toomey from Vanderbilt, a second-year man, makes the tackle with help from Larry Cole, the veteran from the University of Hawaii. First down New York on the 44-yard line of the Jets. We have two minutes left to play in the third quarter. The Cowboys lead the Jets 45 to 10. They led at the end of the first quarter 28 to nothing. They led at the half 38 to 3. Sure is a beautiful stadium. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice observation. Bell to the left, Maynard to the right. Davis a handoff to Harkey. Harkey hits the right side on a slant, turns out across the 45 to the 48. Larry Cole is over to make the tackle for Dallas. D.D. Lewis also over there. Pat Toomey playing right in. Larry Cole at right tackle. Bob Lilly out of the ball game. Bill Gregory at left tackle. Tony Smith at left end. As Coach Tom Landry is giving uh, some of his younger players a little experience here. Bell coming out to the left. Maynard to the right. Second down six after a gain of four. Bell splits by 15 yards to the left. Here's a pitch going wide to Harkey. Harkey trying to play a block by Suez. Cuts in and knocks a would-be tackler over backward as he goes across midfield, getting down to the 47-yard line of the Cowboys. Mel Renfro will get credit from the stop, but this Steve Harkey is a tough kid, Sam. Always tough. This is what uh, the Jet coaches were so impressed with. Merle, somebody suggested that the Jets may be trying to run out the clock. I guess that's, that's unfair, too. It's just one of those days when, when nothing went right and you get off to a bad start. And, of course, nobody is more demoralized than the Jets were after the Cowboys got on the scoreboard so quickly in the very first quarter. Third down and one. Riggins has come in to give the Jets a full-house backfield. Harkey and Knock on the other back. Davis calling signals. Davis takes the snap, and he gives to Harkey, and Harkey hits close to the 45, and he'll be very close to a first down. He might have it. Charlie Waters from the secondary stops the play for the Dallas Cowboys and it is a first down for the Jets near the 45-yard line as the gun stops play. And we have come to the end of the third quarter. So there's the end of the third quarter and the score. The Dallas Cowboys 45 and the New York Jets 10. The fourth quarter coming up in Dallas where the Cowboys lead the Jets 45 to 10. And the Jets have the ball to the Dallas 45-yard line. Joe Namath, as we have mentioned several times, has not seen action since the first quarter, only because of the score. The Cowboys went ahead 28 to nothing. This field in Dallas has been described as very hard by the Jets and very hard also by the Los Angeles Rams. I guess the uh, this is an artificial turf, by the way, and the brands are different. Uh, one, for instance, the one in Miami is softer. They have a little more bounce in it. But it's also rather slick, and they water it down. Here in Dallas, this type of uh, artificial turf is harder. Wide to the right, Bell. Wide to the left, Caster. Bob Davis with John Riggins and Emerson Boozer back in as a setback. Or Cliff McLean, rather. Here's a handoff to Riggins. Riggins hits the left side on a slant, crosses the 45, goes to the 43, Cody Smith makes the tackle. D.D. Lewis helping out of the play. Ball is put close to the 
Nope, 43-yard line. That's where it'll go down. A gain of two, and it's second down and eight for the Jets. Ike Thomas returned the opening kickoff 101 yards to set the stage for the Dallas route this afternoon. Bell to the right. Caster wide to the left. Davis, a handoff to McLean. McLean right through the middle, banging into D.D. Lewis, the linebacker. Fumbles the ball. Caster picks it up. Caster picks up another five, six yards. Down across the 25 into the 24. Cornell Green stopped Rich Caster, who picked up the fumble by Clifford McLean. And a break like that's a little late in this game, Sam. <laughs> yeah, that's a fine play, but I'd hate to see them try to do it again. It looked like it was planned. First down to the 24-yard line in Dallas Territory. It's a little late for Jet fans, that is. I would imagine this afternoon we have a lot of Dallas fans listening in around the world. And the Cowboys have really rolled this afternoon. Wide receivers out both ways. Bob Davis, a handoff to Riggins. Riggins bangs into the right side. D.D. Lewis meets him straight up. And the Cowboys pile him up at about the 22. D.D. Lewis held him up. Cordell Green came over the top. Cody Smith, Bubba's little brother, was in there. The gain is two, second and eight at the 22. Leroy Caffey is down as a linebacker, middle linebacker, for Leroy Jordan. Leroy Caffey has moved around a little bit. He's a nine-year veteran from Texas A&M. Bell to the right, Caster to the left, Maynard out of the game. Gary Arthur now the tight end to set up on the left side in place of Pete Lemon. Here's a fake handoff to Riggins. Davis throwing for the end zone for Eddie Bell. It's incomplete. Battling for the ball was Herb Adderley who was covering. And he had Eddie Bell well covered, we might add. Third down and eight for New York. Cowboys lead 45 to 10. Pete Lamons will come back in for New York. Gary Arthur goes out. Arthur, a second-year man from Miami of Ohio. Well, on those long fly patterns like Eddie Bell just ran, the quarterback tries to throw it up give the ball some height so it clears the defensive man and he tries to throw it over the inside shoulder of the receiver uh, the defensive man Renfro was in that position so Davis I think threw it tried to throw it over the outside shoulder but uh, Bell just couldn't hold on to it Davis to throw he's going to have to run out of the pocket he's still looking for a receiver throws it up in the air and out of the end zone intended for Lamon and that's the only thing he could do because everybody was covered so Davis found the guy he could throw the ball toward but he threw it clear out of the end zone because La uh, Lamons was covered well by Mel Renfro. And Dave Edwards was playing uh, Lamons head-to-head -head at the line of scrimmage as Lamons was split about five or six yards to the right. So Edwards was back there with him, too, step by step. Now fourth down, eight. Don Maynard comes in. Pete Lamons will go out. That'll give the Jets three wide receivers. Twelve minutes, 48 seconds left to play in the game. The Cowboys lead the Jets 45 to 10. It's been strictly a Cowboy ball game. The Jets have not been in it. Cowboys led in the first 16 seconds, 7 to nothing. They led 28 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. Here's a slot to the right. Back to pass, Bob Davis. Davis in the pocket is looking, is in trouble, and is dumped. He gets the ball away, but the play is blown dead. Bill Gregory, the left tackle, brought him down to the 31-yard line. And the Cowboys take over the football. Bob Davis is limping heavily as he has helped off the field. He is limping very heavily, so the Dallas fans may see Joe Namath again as Davis is being carried off the field. 
There's a timeout on the field to score. Dallas 45, New York 10. Davis is being helped off the field by John Schmidt and Winston Hill. And, of course, he had that bad ankle last week. He just may have re-injured it. We'll have words shortly. You know, the rule is that uh, the plus or minus factor and the takeaway and giveaway ratings in pro football generally will reflect the standing of the teams, give or take a few percentage points. Uh, however, Cincinnati, which has been stirring things up in the American Football Conference's central division after a seven-game losing streak, is the club which is testing that rule. And the Jets, I think, also. The Bengals have a four-and-seven mark, not very good, and two games off the pace three weeks ago that they had a one-and-seven mark, and no one was bothering to figure out how many games they'd have to make up to generate a bid for another playoff berth. They have a plus 15. They lead the American Football Conference in giveaways, which is surprising with that poor record. The Jets also have a plus 10. They're in third place, and, of course, they have the poor record also. Joe Namath is talking to head coach Weeb Eubank. He is starting to limber up that right arm, so apparently he will come on when the Jets get the offense out there again. Craig Morton and quarterback for Dallas sends Allworth wide to the left, Bob Hayes to the right. Dallas leading 45-10 in the fourth quarter. Hill and Welch are now the setbacks for Dallas. Here is a handoff to Hill on a reverse, swinging around the right side. Gets a block. He's at the 30, 35, 40, and knocked out of bounds on the 42-yard line. Rodney Wallace, who has replaced John Nyland, the left guard, was a man out front leading the play. A gain of 12 and a first down for Calvin Hill. So Calvin Hill moves the ball to the 42. Lance Allworth goes out. He is replaced by Gloucester Richardson, whose brother Willie is currently performing for the Baltimore Colts. Gloucester Richardson came from the Kansas City Chiefs to Dallas in exchange for Dennis Holman. First down of the Dallas 42. Hill has carried 11 times for 62 yards in his return to the Dallas lineup. He has been out since the third game of the year. In motion to the right goes Gloucester Richardson. Craig Morton fakes, goes back to throw. He's in the pocket. He's going to throw long for Bob Hayes, and it's too long at the 15. He was covered by John Dockery. Second and 10. The clock showing 11.40 to play in the game. Well, no one has ever questioned Craig Morton's ability to throw the football. In fact, that was the word on him for so many years. He had a great arm, all the potential, big, strong, could see over the offensive line but he just doesn't hit his receiver. And I think it was a question of poise and confidence. He just didn't have what it takes to sit back in that pocket and really guide a football team and put points on the scoreboard. But he throws. That pass was overthrown, but uh, a perfect spiral. And he threw it about 45 yards, I guess. Morton is 0 for 2. Bob Hayes is now 0 for 4. Hayes to the left. Being covered by Dockery, head to head of the line of scrimmage. Morton goes back to pass on second and ten. Good rush, and they hit him, and he gets stormed under. He really gets pulled over, way back inside the 30. Mark Loomis leading the charge. John Little was in there. Phil Wise's safety blitz coming. They really overpowered him. And the ball will be spotted at the 28-yard line. The Jets sent everybody but trainer Jeff Snedeker on that one. The way the Jets have been moving people around in that uh, defensive secondary and the linebackers and the line, Phil Wise may have been a defensive end. Who knows? Now, he was in the defensive secondary. Bless him. Now it is third down for Dallas. 
and 24. A loss of 14. Bob Hayes to the left. And Craig Morton going back to throw. Morton setting the screen. Throws it to tight end. Ditka at the 30. Ditka being chased up the sideline. Breaks tackles at the 40. He's at midfield. Goes down to the 45. Goes down to the 41 of New York. He goes out of bounds all over on the 43. Steve Cannon finally stopped it. Mike Ditka on a tight end screen. He just pulled people over along the way. 29 yards and a first down. They had a third down and 24, and Morton gets 29 on the play. Gloucester Richardson is back in. Allworth goes out. First down of the Jet 43-yard line. Cowboys out of the huddle. Ten minutes, 20 seconds left to play in the game. Richardson coming to the right. Hayes to the left. Here's a handoff to Claxton Welch, and he bangs across the 40 to about the 37. Brought down by Mark Lomas, the defensive right end for New York. Gain is about five. Second down and five yards to go. Richardson out. Allworth is in. Forrest Gregg is now in the game at left tackle. The old pro from SMU in place of Tony Lissio. Merrill looks like the Jets have another injury. That injury jinx continues. Gus Holloman again leaving the field with Dr. Nicholas holding, uh, holding his hand. So it looks like another hand injury. Cowboys, 21st down. Morton fakes, goes back to throw. He's throwing back to Bobby Hayes on the 22. And he is dumped. What about the 19 on a jarring block by Phil Wise? Bob Hayes making a first reception of the day. And the Cowboys have a first down on the Jet 19. 24 yards on that one. And Craig Morton is moving the Cowboys. Gloucester Richardson comes in. Lance Allworth goes out. So now they're doing the switching. Carrying the plays in from Tom Landry. Cowboys lead 45 to 10. They've controlled the ball now for the last several minutes. Moving on the ground and through the air behind Craig Morton. After 45 points were posted on the board by Roger Staubach. Now the Cowboys set in an eye with a wide receiver to the left and Richardson going in motion to the right. Staubach, straight handoff to Welsh. Oh, he got hit as he took the handoff by Chuck Hennon and jarred backwards. And Jerry Philbin and Mike Ditka are looking at each other. What a hit by Chuck Hennon. No game. In fact, he lost a yard at the 20. Second 11. Richardson out. All were then. Well, watch uh, Mike Dicker and see if he comes out and lines up on that side once again. Of course, he alternates. He doesn't line up over Jerry Philbin on every play. He is coming out. We'll see what happens on this next play. Allworth to the left. To the left. Now he switches in the slot left with Hayes going wide to the left. Now Allworth goes in motion to the right. Morton takes a snap. Morton back up. Throwing over the middle. bullet 70 yards eight plays and the cowboys are on the board again a 20-yard touchdown pass from craig morton to lance allworth so now the cowboys lead 51 to 10 as the jets are absorbing their worst beating 
And Mike Clark makes it 52. So there's a timeout on the field. The score, the Dallas Cowboys 52, the New York Jets. Where are you going? Mobile gasoline takes you where you want to be. When a little engine part like an anti-pollution valve gets clogged with dirty deposits, you can expect trouble because a dirty anti-pollution valve can make your engine idle rough and stall. But there's something you can do to help prevent this kind of rough idling and stalling. Use Mobile. It contains a detergent that cleans your anti-pollution valve while you drive. Mobile detergent gasoline. It can help your car's performance. Dallas has scored again to now lead the Jets 52 to 10. Craig Morton has hit three out of five passes for 68 yards, and he just hit Lance Allworth for 20 yards at a touchdown. So with a 52 to 10 score, Mike Clark is kicking off for Dallas. Chris Parasopoulos and Vern Studdard are deep for New York. Parasopoulos out of BYU, was born in Athens, Greece. Here's Clark forward. Downfield comes the football, high but not deep. It'll be Parasopoulos on the nine. To the 15, to the 20. Parasopoulos, 25. Gets a necktie tackle as he crosses the 25. And the tackler was Rodney Wallace. And he goes down on the 27. Joe Namath back in at quarterback now for New York. Has not played since the first quarter when the Jets went down by 28 to nothing. Well, we've got a report on Gus Holloman. And he may have a, uh, a broken wrist. It hasn't been determined, but anyway, he's in the locker room at this point. So Namath brings Boozer and Riggins out with him. Maynard right, Caster to the left. Namath calls the play. John Schmidt over the ball. First down on the Jet 27. Namath, a handoff to Riggins. Riggins hits the left side on the slant, gets to the 31. And is still on his feet. Bill Gregory stops him, and the whistle stops the play. Weeb Eubank running out on the field uh, talking to the official about something. I don't know what this is about. Steve Tannen uh, was yelling something to Weeb Eubank who went out and talked to the official. And uh, somebody is now running uh, over to the jet bench. Somebody is uh, hurt down on the jet sideline. We can't see who it is. But uh, play is stopped and an oxygen uh, can is being brought over by the Cowboys John Fitzgerald the reserve center ran that all the way across the field yeah Merle we said that Doc Nicholas was in the locker room with Gus Holloman that possible broken wrist he came running back on the field he wasn't there when the injured player came off the field I can't see who it is so the game has been held up here in Dallas. We'll try to get a report for you just as soon as possible. But uh, Steve Tannen was running out on the field even before that play was uh, was dead, and Weeb Eubank was out there too, yelling to the officials, and they, the official immediately ran to the Dallas bench, and I presume the Dallas team physician was the gentleman who was called over to the sideline. 
like Vernon started as the uh, injured player, the ailing player right now. So the game has been held up here in Dallas where the Cowboys lead the Jets by a score of 52 to 10. And they're now bringing a uh, stretcher out of the ambulance is being brought out on the field. So Vernon Stuttered will be removed. The ambulance now being brought around. And uh, the game being held up. Nothing going on here right now. Until first aid has been uh, given to the injured player. Oh, what a day this has been. Boy, oh boy. You know, you think uh, the one year you go through the thing the Jets went through last year injury-wise, and you think, well, that's it. It can't happen two years in a row, and it did. And now you almost wonder if it can happen three years in a row. So now Vernon Stuttered being removed. And the ambulance. I don't know if he was hit on that last uh, return as a blocker for Parasopolis or not, Sam. I, I really didn't see it. No, I didn't see him leave the field either, Merle. I, I imagine he walked off under his own power. Otherwise, we probably would have noticed it. We'll try to get a report for you just as soon as possible. And Merle, talking of injuries, there are a couple of old Jets around... Uh, the hotel yesterday, Dean Mackey for one, and Curly Johnson and Carl McAdams. And I asked McAdams uh, how that ankle was. Of course, he had broken that ankle in the All-Star game, and he had skin grafts and all kinds of problems. And he still, after, I guess, two years now that he hasn't played football, he still says it does bother him. He says one day it feels fine, the next day he has uh, a problem walking. Well, we're ready to resume play now, and the edge has been taken off everything, but let's all hope that Vernon Studdard will be okay. Second down, sixth the call. Joe Namath at quarterback for New York. Maynard to the right, Caster to the left. We're in the fourth quarter in Dallas. Maynard a handoff to Riggins. Riggins hits the right side, gets knocked down on the 35, and bounces out to the 36. Leroy Cappy, the middle linebacker, makes the stop. Now the ball is lined up just across the 35-yard line where it becomes third down, less than two yards to go for the first down. Carl McAdams, by the way, is coaching football at a small college in Durant, Oklahoma. Dean Mackey is coaching also at the high school level here in Texas. Jets have had a lot of people over the years from Texas. Maynard going to the right, Caster wide to the left. Lamons a tight end to start on the right side, name it the quarterback calling signal. Riggins and Boozer split. Here's a handoff to Boozer. Boozer fumbles the ball after he had the first down, and Dallas recovers on the Jet 44. D.D. Lewis, the linebacker, pounced on the ball on the 44-yard line of the Jets. Now, this just isn't uh, the Jets' day. You know, Dallas, we'll get to it later then. 
All right, Sam, we have a timeout on the field now. And the score, the Dallas Cowboys 52 and the New York Jets 10. know what foul spark plugs can do? They can make your engine waste gasoline and lose power and mileage. But you don't have to worry about foul plugs because Mobile Premium has an anti-fouling agent designed especially for spark plugs. We put it in our premium gasoline to help keep your spark plugs from fouling. So use Mobile Premium Gasoline. It can help your car's performance. The Cowboys take over the football after the fumble on the 44-yard line of the Jets. Joe Williams, a rookie from Wyoming, and Claxton Welch, a third-year man, are now the running backs. Wide receivers out both ways for Dallas. Craig Morton at quarterback. A pitch going to Williams. Williams at the 40. Gets dumped hard on the 38-yard line. Ebersole was on the tackle, along with Grantham. Bob Hayes threw a block there. We'll pause briefly now for station identification. On the Jet Set Network. You're listening to New York Jets football from WTRY FM 106.5, Albany, New York. Merle Herman with Sam DeLuca at Texas Stadium in Dallas. And Dallas has just been hit with a five-yard penalty for being offside, nullifying the gain and a five-yard penalty tacked on, making it first and 15 for Dallas on the Jet 49. The worst beating the Jets have ever taken previous to this game was 52-31 by the old Dallas Texans, now the Kansas City Chiefs in 1962. Here's a handoff going to Williams. Williams on the sweep to the right, cuts in, goes across the 45, gets hit on the 42 and bounces to the 40-yard line. Ralph Baker was in on the stop for New York, along with Paul Crane. So Joe Williams gets about eight yards near the 40. Eversole now coming out. Of course, the uh, Jets really weren't the Jets in 62 either. They were the Titans. I think that uh, San Diego scored about 51 points against the Jets back in 1963. I don't remember the score of the game, but I know the, that was the first year they were called the Jets, and they were beaten badly in the old polo ground. Here's Morton on a handoff to Williams, and Williams bangs right through the middle across the 40 to the 37. Bill Wise makes the stop for New York, the rookie from Nebraska at Omaha. Now Dallas will have third down. And about three. A week from tomorrow, the Jets will take on the New England Patriots at the Big Shea in New York. 12.35 for the Don Crickey Show, followed by Sam DeLuca and pregame highlights. Going wide to the left, Gloucester Richardson. To the right is Bob Hayes. Lance Allworth out of the game now. Craig Morton back to pass on third and three. He's in the pocket, throwing over the middle to Ditka for a first down. Ditka on the 31 is stopped right there. Larry Grantham makes the tackle, but Ditka has a first down of the Jet 31. Dallas has led since the opening kickoff when Thomas ran it back 101 yards. That's Ike Thomas, the rookie from Bishop, which is right here in Dallas. 
he ran one back against Los Angeles on Thanksgiving Day on the opening kickoff. First down near the 30-yard line. Back they now smooth the ball ahead to the 30. Bob Hayes coming into the slot left with Gloucester Richardson wide to the left. Claxton Welch and Joe Williams in the eye. Here's a pitch going to Williams. Williams on a right-in sweep, crosses the 30, gets to the 25. John Little makes the tackle for the Jets. Rodney Wallace, who is now playing right guard for Dallas, led the blocking. The gain is six. It'll be second down and four for the Cowboys. Three minutes, 29 seconds left to play in the game. 66,689 have looked on today as Dallas is beating the Jets badly. Here's a slot to the right. Cowboys in the eye. Hayes wide. Richardson coming in motion out of the slot back to the left. There's a handoff going to Claxton Welch. Bang straight ahead. Won't go down until he crosses the 20 and gets the first down of the 18. Bill Wise making the tackle for the Jets. And it's another first down. And Forrest Gregg, the old pro who had so many great years for the Green Bay Packers and lives here in the Dallas area, led the block on that one. First and 10 of the 18. We have a report on Vernon Studdard. He has a lacerated tongue, appears to be okay, but he has been taken to the hospital for uh, treatment, and we hope to have a further report, but the initial report, he appears to be okay. Here's a pitch going to Williams. Williams at the 20, Williams at the 15, Williams to the 14, down to the 13-yard line. John Eversall, the middle linebacker, making the tackle. Ball put down near the 13-yard line. Clock is running. We're down to 2.06 remaining in the game. Sam DeLuca will be along after the game to report from the Jet Locker Room. And we'll have a further report on Gordon Studdard. Right now we have a timeout for the two-minute warning. Well, we have another report now on Studdard. He has not been taken to the hospital as yet. He has been taken to the dressing room. Although they did put him in an ambulance, he was taken to the dressing room. It'll be determined later whether they will remove him to the hospital or not. So the report is uh, not as serious as we thought it might be when the game was first stopped and the Dallas team position came over to administer to the stricken jet. First down on the 13-yard line of New York when play is resumed. Dallas now has really put the heat on the Washington Redskins. This victory for Dallas will give the Cowboys their ninth win of the year against three losses. And Washington will go into the game tomorrow against the Giants with a record of 7-3-1. The Giants go into that game with a similar record uh, to the Jets going into this one. Both teams were 4-7, but the Jets now, of course, will be 4-8. The Jets have two more games to play against the New England Patriots a week from tomorrow at the Big Shea and then against the Cincinnati Bengals on the closeout. Then Weeby Bank and his staff will start thinking about the draft of the 1972 season already. Cowboys lead by a score of 52 to 10. Cowboys guided by Craig Morton. Morton takes the snap, gives on a handoff to Williams. Williams hits the left side, crosses the 10. Eversole brings him down near the six-yard line. Joe Williams, a rookie from Wyoming, and Gloucester Richardson turns blocker on that one for Dallas. And they're going to 
bring that ball back to the eight yard line. He was all the way down to the six, but they bring it back to the eight, and that'll call for a measurement. John Mooring, the rookie from Tampa, will come in to play a middle guard now for New York. First down for Dallas by the length of the football. A minute 46 seconds remaining to play here at Texas Stadium. Much of the crowd has filed out. This game was settled a long time ago, as early as the first quarter when Dallas moved to a 28 to nothing lead and wiped out what could have been a very interesting show by Joe Namath because Weeb Eubank down that far was taking no chances and pull Joe. Wide receivers out both ways, a pitch going to Joe Williams. Williams at the five, puts his head down, rams to the three. Steve Tannen and John Dockery make the tackle. It'll be second and goal to go now for Dallas. And the ball will be put down on the three-yard line. Joe Williams, another one of those real tough running backs out of Wyoming. And if you need to be reminded of another one who came from Wyoming, I can only mention the name of Jim Kick, who is one of the finest running backs in the game. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Jim Kick and Larry Zonka. Second and goal on the three. Morton calls it. Morton a pitch to Williams. He is hit by Larry Grantham back on the seven and plunges forward to about the four. Mark Loma's putting the kill on him. Grantham firing through to trip him up. He's brought down on the four where it'll be third and goal to go. We have 32 seconds remaining in the game. And the Cowboys running a long huddle and the natives are restless. They want to see another touchdown on the scoreboard. Cowboys are letting the clock run. Craig Morton and company with 19 seconds remaining. Come out of the huddle. John Fitzgerald, who's in at center, is over the ball. Now there are 10 seconds left. Hayes going into the slot right. Morton calling it five seconds to go. Morton takes the snap, and he gives to Welch. He is hit on the four, dumped back to the six. The clock has run out. Eversole makes the final tackle, and it's all over. So there's the end of the ball game. And the final score, the Dallas Cowboys, 52, the New York Jets, 10. Now we'll take a look at the scoring. It all started on the kickoff. Ike Thomas, who had run, a, run back a long one against uh, Los Angeles on Thanksgiving Day, ran back an even longer one this afternoon, tying an all-time Cowboy record. He scooted 101 yards on the opening kickoff. And the extra point put Dallas in front, 7-0, and only 16 seconds had elapsed in the game. Then Dallas got possession again, and in seven plays, Roger Staubach marched Dallas 86 yards for a touchdown. And the touchdown came on a 27-yard pass to Calvin Hill. Dallas led 14-0, 8-13 left to play in the first half. Then Staubach hit Hill again on a 27-yard touchdown pass to put Dallas ahead 21 to nothing at the 6.34 mark. And with 3.14 left to play in the first quarter, Dwayne Thomas scored on a three-yard smash, and Dallas led 28 to nothing at the end of the first period. That's when Weeb Eubank pulled Joe Namath, figuring there was no, absolutely no use in taking a chance on getting Namath injured uh, since he still is at very little combat. And this field here in Dallas being very hard. And as I said, I, I'm sure that his thinking was, and Sam DeLuca will have the story on it, that uh, no chances. After all, Joe has been through too much in the last two years. So down 28 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. Dallas went ahead 35 to nothing in the second period. 
going 85 yards on 10 plays. Calvin Hill scoring his third touchdown, this time on an eight-yard run. Then Bobby Hoffield got the Jets on the scoreboard with a 35-yard field goal with a minute 46 left in the first half. But Mel uh, Clark wiped that out on a 45-yard field goal. Mike Clark, rather, on a 45-yard field goal with a one second left on the clock. And at halftime, Dallas was in front 38-3. to In the third quarter, Staubach threw an 18-yard strike to Dwayne Thomas as he marched Dallas 65 yards on seven plays, and the Cowboys moved out front 45-3 to with 10.58 to go in the third period. Bob Davis, operating at quarterback for New York, threw a one-yard touchdown pass to George Knox to make it 45-10. Davis had taken the Jets 55 yards on 10 plays. The third quarter ended with Dallas at 45-10. The only touchdown, the only scoring in the fourth quarter was a 20-yard pass from Craig Morton to Lance Allworth who today became the second man ever to hit the 10,000-yard mark in reception. And the other being, of course, Don Maynard, who went into the season as the only man ever to gain 10,000 yards plus. But Allworth also moved into that select company with uh, two receptions and going over the 10,000 mark. So that last touchdown made it 52 to 10. Joe Namath had to come back when Bob Davis was injured. But uh, very little happened. The Jets had the ball for only one series. Uh, the fumble turned it over to Dallas, and then Dallas grounded out, killed the clock, and 52-10 to 10 was the final. Looking now at uh, the other statistics on the ball game, Joe Namath threw only five passes while he was in, completed one for 20 yards, and had uh, an interception. Bob Davis hit four out of 14 for 29 yards and one touchdown. And the Jets had but 49 yards through the air. The leading rusher for New York, John Riggins, with 31 yards and 11 carries. On the Dallas side of the ledger, Roger Staubach and Craig Morton combined for 245 yards of aerial bombs. Staubach hitting 10 out of 15 for 170 and three touchdowns. Craig Morton going four for six for 78 yards and one touchdown. Rushing, Dallas had 170 yards, 101 belonging to Dwayne Thomas in 13 carries. And Calvin Hill had 11 carries for 62 yards. Hill scored three touchdowns today. Dwayne Thomas had two. And the Cowboys have now put even more pressure on Washington in the Eastern Division of the NFC with this win today. Dallas now 9-3, Washington 7-3-1 going into the game tomorrow. 